Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned into Kings of Non Sequitur. Any topic, any subject, anything goes with your host, Jay. And Ray. And the year of Corona Palooza continues on. It's still going, but we're here to hopefully take your mind off of it one more evening. Welcome in. You are listening live to Kings of Non Sequitur, the off season version of In Much Less Detail, the podcast. Here with you live on a Tuesday night, August the 18th, 2020. I'm Dre. He's Jay. And we're going to have ourselves an old-school Mark T. Skinner classical reunion tonight as our old classmate comes on and joins us. We're always happy to have him. He went to school with us here in Chicago, but he moved on to bigger and better things up in Washington, D.C. And we're going to have a little chat about the football team squad club. I don't even know what to call them up there anymore, but... Anyway, we are very, very happy to be joined by Tim, our D.C. correspondent. Tim, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing great. It's uh, wonderful to be back with you guys again. Welcome back. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks it's, for having me. Everyone's, everyone's healthy? Yeah, we're doing good. Good. Yeah, can't complain. We have, uh, well, Dre, had, Dre had his scare. Dre had his coronavirus yeah, yeah. scare, so... No, yeah, I had a mild I had scare, but I was but I was negative, so that okay. was what, that's what two months ago now. So yeah. everybody's healthy and working, and life yeah, goes on for now. Yeah, I know it's it's amazing. Um, I swear I work our IT person every week. She sends an update, um, and I think what are we like four or five months in now? I mean it's. You know, from working at home, I mean, it's it's, uh, it's like, wow, <laughs> I can't believe it. And there's no way to yeah. sight. <laughs> really. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, just... there's, part, there's part of you that was kind of like, okay, are we getting towards the end of this? But uh, you, no, I, I, I really don't think we are. No. No, unfortunately. But that that working from home that's that's the key, man. I wish I could do that. I absolutely am convinced that uh, I picked it up from work because um, I don't really go too many other places. But yeah. I, I still got to go in. I'm I'm considered essential working in the banking industry. I don't. I've never felt essential before this, uh, so I don't know how that happened exactly. But nonetheless, uh, thankfully it was a mild case for me, and and I'm able to rebound and continue on. Uh, but yeah, I'm. Very glad that you're able to uh, work from home and, and stay away from all of this and, and do what you got to do to stay safe. Uh, Jason's got babies, you got babies, and uh, yeah. I really, I really think about people like you uh, with all this going around because not just dangerous for us individually, but dangerous for the people around us that we care about as well. So that that's what really uh, makes me. You know, really recoil when I think about how this is just continuing on and on. It's like, when does it ever end? Right. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. So, what what's the school situation like there in DC? Your kids are school age, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all. We're not virtual. that old yet. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all it's all virtual. 
Um, my okay. son, he's he's uh, he's going in the fifth grade. Uh, he's actually starting at a charter this uh, this year, and um, he goes back next Monday. And my daughter's going in the first grade, and she just goes to a regular DCPS school, and they start on the thirty first. But it's all virtual to start. I mean, I think that it's, it's um, you know for the first marking period, so until October or something like that, and then I'll revisit. Um, which they'll probably, you know, if they make any changes, it'll be to a hybrid system initially, yep. and then, you know, we'll kind of go from there. Well, that's interesting because we've been told the same thing here. It's going to basically be month by month, and we're going to start off. Yeah. Completely. We have they don't start. My kids don't start until the eighth of September. They okay. have, we have such a we have such a late kind of like did in Chicago where everything started right after Labor Day. And right. we have such late Labor Day this year, um, but they, yeah, we have to go pick their iPads from school next no after, so the week right before Labor Day, and then they go fully virtual, and it's going to be a full school day, four days a week, um, and then Fridays yeah. are just going to be their makeup day. But yeah, no, my kids are going into first and third grade, so okay. Uh, at kindergarten was yeah, having my son in kindergarten and being home, having to sort of be his teacher for the last part of the school year, that was, that was a challenge. Um, yeah. Because, you know, he's not reading. So you're, you're trying to, t- so it sounds like you had a very similar situation in your house with a kindergartner. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cause my son was, you know, with fourth grade stuff. I mean, he was yeah. able to do a little bit more on his own, uh, but it wasn't, you know, this year it's going to be a lot more organized because last year they basically had a week, to oh, yeah. organize everything and get everything ready. So now they've had the whole summer, so it'll be more structured and and organized. Well, that's um, what we hope. That's the hope. Yeah. Because, I, yeah, I know the first three – I was home with them for nine weeks, and then the last couple of weeks I was back at work. So it was me and my wife yeah. split, splitting the school duties, but for nine weeks while I was home – I was doing yeah. all of it, and I can yeah. The first three weeks of virtual school for my kids was just a complete dumpster fire. It, it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah my daughter, because she just for her the um, I mean, she just did. I mean, a lot of the stuff that she could do was online. I don't know if you guys, you know, Lexia and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was able to do that kind of stuff, but the Zoom stuff, she just wasn't really feeling that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, it was a lot harder for her to engage with that kind of stuff. I mean, she would look forward to the, her one-on-one time with her teachers. And, um, but yeah, it was uh, – we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know, yeah, uh, I'm interested. I'm interested to see. So, there, see, there you go, Dre. There's a perspective that we don't really ever get too much into on the show. Um, yeah, it's a brave new the, world for, for everybody. With the kid, the yeah. kid, the cute factors, uh, the kid yeah. factors, you know. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear mine downstairs because they're down there. They're down there giggling and laughing and having a good old time. So I don't know how much of that's getting caught on the hot mic. Yeah, we're definitely getting a little of it, but uh, Tim doesn't get the full experience because uh, Tim, a lot of times they just invade the show. They just come right oh, on yeah. and grab his his headset yeah. and just start having conversations with me. So that's really fun. We're, we're getting a little bit of them in the background, but it's it's great. It's it's, it's yeah. ambient noise. I, I like it. It is, especially as we're talking about school age stuff with kids. It's almost like it's being piped in. 
like the fan noise. Yeah, no, like, like the crowds. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, no, my kids were uh, my kids were able to do some camp stuff this summer, but for the for the early part, it was camp basement, so they were just downstairs. Um, you know, we just hope that they uh, <laughs> just weren't killing each other. You hear the yelling and screaming from downstairs. Um, right. you know, my son plays Fortnite, and my daughter watching. You know, she plays um, Roblox. And, you know, oh, okay. Yeah, no, I get it. My kids are my kids are Minecraft kids. That, that's all they. That's yeah. all they want. That's all they want to do is wake <laughs> up in the morning on my day off and Dad, let's play Minecraft. Oh, okay. Here we go. Right. Yeah, because during during the school year, it was weekend only for the gadgets and the games. And, yeah. You know, in the summertime, it's just you know. It's summer. All in. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, we had our. We had our Nintendo and Sega. Right, exactly. Sega, you, know? you know, whatever whatever system you had, Coleco yeah. or Atari and all that stuff. Or all of them. <laughs> yeah, in some cases, every last one of them, right? Yeah. That's funny because yeah. my, my kids, uh, it's funny today, talking about that, my kids, um, their grandmother, my wife's mom or somebody uh, in the neighborhood, somebody, you know, because we live in one of these neighborhoods where they have a Facebook page for the neighborhood. So somebody did one of these. Mm, okay you know, just curb alert, you know, free on the curb. And it was, yeah. it was guitar hero, the video game, right? Oh, wow. Okay. So it was, it was the game and it was three guitars. Turns out that's not cheap. And it was just free, yeah. uh, but it was for PlayStation two. I'm like, Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh. okay. So no, I go I in the storage room and I dig out my old PlayStation two. And I mean, it's, wow. it's got dust on it. I mean, seriously, it's in it's in the it's in the storage room in the basement. We we figured it hasn't yeah. been plugged in in at least eleven years. <laughs> By some miracle, I found all the things to hook it up, and I get it. I turn it on, and it it fires right up. Wow! Yeah, we it, we it, have it, a um, we have a Super Nintendo. My wife has an old Super yeah. Nintendo, <laughs> and occasionally. <laughs> We have, uh, you know, dusted that off. And we actually bought some games. They had some games for it on Amazon. Sure. Yeah, I think we got um, F-Zero and uh, Final Fight. Final Fight was one of my favorite games on that. It was just basically a beat em up game. Yeah. And it was like 99 cents. <laughs> yeah. <Amazon. laughs> oh, the retro <laughs> games market. That's like a huge thing yeah. now. So the funny thing is that I turn it on. Yeah. And I didn't realize there was a game still in it. Oh wow! So there has been a, a, was it a like game. like Crash Bandicoot. No, it was it was NFL 2K5. Oh wow! Which I will swear is now that I've got that working, and I know that the P, I'll play that over Madden any day. That is still to this day the best football console game ever yeah. made. And it's funny that as soon as I turned it on, it actually came up with the load screen for the game, and it was like, "Oh, would you like to save your game?" I was like. It's 11 years since I even <laughs> plugged it in. And no, and it finally, my kids are down there today playing Guitar Hero with this dusty PlayStation. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, Back when I made things the last. Had, uh, <laughs> right, hey, exactly. oh, I, I swear. It's for video, like video game stuff, that stuff, like, it's, like, that stuff never breaks. Yeah, indestructible. Yeah, because we had... Yeah. Um, you just blow in the cartridge, right? Remember the old Nintendo? You just, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, before it was uh, NBA Live, we had Lakers Celtics. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
or Jordan and it only Bird. Had like half the teams. Yeah, so, <laughs> right. Jordan Bird, where it was just two dudes. It was just one guy playing yeah. against the other guy. <laughs> yeah, the only game where you could get Jordan because he wasn't licensed on uh, any of the other ones. <laughs> right, because uh, I remember we had um, we had an old Madden game, and it didn't have Derek Thomas. The old uh, you know, the linebacker from the Chiefs. Yeah. He was ROLB58 in the game. <laughs> it didn't have his name. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when they couldn't get Barry Bonds in any of the MLB games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, was, so he was always – and I remember they had him – like he had the same number, but he was white and he was right-handed, but he still hit uh-huh. a home run on every <laughs> – you remember that, right, Dre? Absolutely. But yeah, then you had to go in – but you could go into the game and alter him. And change his name to Bonds. And change his name to Bonds and make him the proper skin skin color and make him left-handed. <laughs> right. Make him what he's supposed to be. Right. Yeah, it was funny the way that they uh, – because Jordan wasn't in any games for a long time. Yeah, he was just like nope. number uh, 23. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, Jordan yeah, Michael, that, that, that was a hell of a player. Yeah. My favorite game was um, – on the Genesis, we had uh, Joe Montana Sports Talk Football. <laughs> Joe Montana Football. This, uh, yeah, but it had. Oh, yeah. this, um, It was one of the first games that had the the commentator, mm-hmm. and it was just hilarious the <laughs> the way the guy talked, and I mean, we always had a good time with that because he would cause the, and they have YouTube videos of the games, so you can hear them. Um, yeah, it, it was just really funny. I mean, it's just not as uh, not as good as the stuff is now, but it was, you know, it was cutting edge back in you know, right. whatever that was, 90, whatever. Uh, yeah, I right. get blown away with these games now where you know how, like, if you're playing in a franchise mode, eventually after the first season, you have to go through the draft. So it's just a bunch of dudes with made-up names. <laughs> and when the announcers are using the names of the made-up guys and they're not the names of the actual players just reused, you're like, whoa, well, that's deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah, big no, level. It's pretty advanced. Yeah, because my son, we just actually just got my son a um, a PlayStation Four. He just got sure. it over the weekend, and he's got Madden with it. And Madden, oh yeah, I mean it's it's just off the charts with the. I mean, it's just amazing how far the game is going. Because, like, I remember when, when we used to play the old Madden. I forget what year it was on the Genesis. I mean, it didn't have any of the names. But I remember my mm-hmm. friend used to play with the Eagles, and it would be whoever the like the, the quarterback, Randall Cunningham. Yeah, yeah. You just couldn't stop him. <laughs> you <laughs> couldn't stop him. <laughs> no, nah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. and, and every year or the Tech Madden Mobile game was with Barry uh, with Bo Jackson, oh. and Walter Payton, <laughs> and Lawrence uh, Taylor. Lawrence unstoppable forces. Mike Singletary. <laughs> it was like every team. Yeah, and, well, Walter Payton. I remember. I remember. Uh, having a like a Tecmo Bowl, and I think I had fourth and goal from my own twenty yard line because you know I used to do the drop back thing, and then you could throw the ball <laughs> yeah. farther. Well, I did that, and it was at the end of the game, and I got sacked at like my own twenty yard line. And mm-hmm. only in Tecmo Bowl would you on fourth and eighty do a running <laughs> play run the ball. <laughs> and score the no, touchdown you because you have Walter Payton, and I got the touchdown. Yeah, so, yeah it's just, yeah, he carried he carried a whole team on his back. 
Yeah, or yeah, he'd just start shaking. He'd throw him off like it was like some movie, you know, or some superhero movie where ten guys jump on you and it just you just stands up with the fists out and all the guys go flying back. That's exactly what Walter <laughs> right. Payton would like do. Your Hulk Hogan or something. Yeah. And you just... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you know, but that stuff's making a comeback. That retro games industry now is like it's yeah. ridiculous how huge that is because you can buy these little right. And you see the ads exactly for them now. These little yeah, consoles like, like, with like 14,000 games. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And you can put 80 games on one mm-hmm. on one console and you yeah, know, have the whole library. <laughs> bought my kids that, that little mini Nintendo, the little Nintendo mini console. I bought my kids that last Christmas. And, yeah, they we'll go downstairs and we have a blast with that. Yeah, Tecmo Bowl's on yeah. there. Yeah, that yeah. yeah we had I don't know we had so many games like I, I remember on the Super Nintendo playing because uh, the game that we like to play now on the Switch is the newer um, Mario Kart and it's got some of the tracks from some of the older games. Oh sure. And um, yeah, but, but but when we played the the Mario Kart on uh, Super Nintendo, it's like it's, it's just not even there's no comparison. Yeah, I'm sure there is a market for all that because I, I think Bo Jackson and, and Super uh, Tecmo Bowl, I think that's the most unplayable or undefendable player yeah. in the history of all video games. Yeah. Like, you couldn't do a thing with them. Uh, I, no. I, I'm sure there is a lot of people <laughs> wanting to go back and relive those days because that was, that was some crazy stuff. <laughs> a lot of fun reliving uh, the old memories there. Um, I did want yeah. to talk about... Uh, uh, the 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 former Redskins up there, the team formerly known as the Redskins, there in D.C. Yeah. Uh, just Washington FC. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, well, the, the Washington Football Team. That would have been a, co- a much cooler name. I know you're a, a big soccer fan, Tim. Uh, that would have been much cooler if they would have went with you know Washington Football Club, something soccer like, yeah. or you know, Washington Football Team is just so. It's it's generic on purpose. Like I I really think uh, Dan Snyder was trying to be as boring as possible with that selection, sort of to yeah, send a they, signal they didn't that didn't want to rush anything. You know, they didn't want to rush anything. You know, because this was kind of a last minute deal. So I mean, they'll they'll have something for next season. They just didn't want to. I mean, because whatever they you know whatever they call the team, they're going to have to live with it. So they didn't want to have to rush something out there and. They didn't regret it, so they want to take their time. But it's just kind of unfortunate that it's just because now, like when you see, um, like if you're watching ESPN and they're talking about the team, it's just this weird generic W <laughs> logo. Yeah. It looks like the Cubs W, but <laughs> yellow and you know burgundy and gold. <laughs> and, right. And that's that's it. It does look but very strange. The, uh, yeah, it, I, I don't know. I've I just always hated that that logo, and I, 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 the team has just been hard for me to root for. I mean, I, I, I'm a Bears fan, um, right? And I, you know, I, I I like some of the local teams. Like I like the Wizards and the Nationals, um, but the the Redskins just no. <laughs> just I just haven't been able to. I think it's part of it is Dan Snyder, but it, it, I think they're. They just hired a new um, um, team president, and uh, you know, hopefully, they'll be able to kind of turn things around. But um, 
you know, one thing about the D.C. area is everybody roots for, you know, everybody here is from, from someplace else. So, you know, they root for, you know, all different types of teams. You know, like you go into a bar on Sunday and you'll see almost every jersey in the, in the NFL. I mean, it's, it's amazing how the bar culture is on Sunday because everybody wants to go out and watch their team. Like there's a, um, a Bears bar. And mm-hmm. um, when you walk in, it has a, uh, um, a shrine <laughs> to Ditka in the front where they have a picture. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they have, there's always a beer. There's a picture of Ditka. And uh, they have an 89 jersey behind it. And, um, yeah, so it's a little shrine in the entrance to the bar. Um, Ditka minus seven and a half points would still be got. <laughs> By eight, <laughs> cover the spread, the bears. Yeah. <laughs> so you you don't speak, of course, for the entire city of DC, Tim. But being up there, uh, to your senses, yeah. how did DC react to the whole name change thing? It was obviously something sort of forced by the you know it's all about the money. Uh, Dan Snyder, all these years talking about I'll never change the team over my dead body. I'll never change the name. And then uh, right. Fred Smith, the the FedEx owner, uh, gives a little hint of a threat of pulling that uh, stadium sponsorship. And, oh, look at this. We're going to change the name now. Uh, yeah, exactly, all of a sudden. Because Snyder would always – it's like he would keep it folded up in his pocket, this, this survey that he had done, a uh, questionable, questionable survey where – I forget what the percentage was, but a, um, a high majority of Native Americans weren't offended by the name. And so whenever anybody would bring it up, he would kind of unfold the survey from his wallet. <laughs> and uh, that was always his basis for not changing the name. Um, but what do you mean questionable? Part, the Natives think, love it. Look, see? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um but I think most people here supported it. I mean, when you when you watch the news coverage, I mean, there will always be some people who who um, uh, who wanted to keep the old name and stuff. Especially some of the players, you know, some of the legacy players, you know, the right, um, you know, some of the old school guys. You know, it's like you know we we, we fought for this, you know, our whole careers. We you know blood, sweat, and tears the whole nine. You know, they wanted to kind of maintain the legacy and the heritage, but you know, there's nobody's saying that all that has to go away, you know, it's just going to be, um, you know, a little bit different. But I think most people wanted it to want to change. I mean, I, I didn't really see a whole lot of people who wanted to keep it. Yeah, nothing changed about those players' experiences. That that didn't go away. They can't take away any of, uh, of the blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, exactly. Or the, um, the uh, you know, the championships and – even though mm-hmm. that was way in the way in the rearview mirror, <laughs> they, they, they did have championships. I think the last, yeah, I mean, but that goes. I think it was the last one, ninety two or ninety three, something like that. I mean, the last yeah. time they were really in the play, the last time they really had any success was those couple of years with RG three, and that's it. I mean, it's, it's been a long time, few and far between. So I did a little looking into it. I figured, oh, we're going to talk about it before the show. So let me. So I should educate myself on this for what's the yeah. 
you know, the the pushback on this, you know, the, the okay, so what's going on? So you're talking about Dan Snyder with the poll. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't just Dan Snyder with his internal polling. Uh, 2019, 2016, Washington Post uh, did polls on this. And then there was another more independent uh, poll that was done in 2007. Well, actually, 2004. So you got 2004, 2000 and 2000, I'm sorry, 2016 and 2019, um, where they did the polls, not polls of everybody, just polls of Native Americans and the Native American community and what was their feeling and, you know, were they in support of the name or were they not in support of the name? And, and the, the general number of in support of the name was 90% in all three yeah, polls. Right, right. So that's yeah. three separate polls. That's not just Dan Snyder doing a, a rigged in, you know, Washington Post, I don't think was in the pocket of anybody um, yeah. twice. <laughs> and then another poll back, you know, 12 years. So 2004, I guess, yeah, 12 years before 2016. So 2004, 2016, 2019. And even with all of the sort of animosity towards the name that had grown and grown and grown throughout, especially this last decade, Within the Native American community, it never really wavered much below about 90% in support of the name. And, and so I'm reading about the 2019 poll. They didn't just have the do you feel offended by it, 90% said no. So that wasn't even a do you support it. It was does this offend you? 90% were like, nah. Um, yeah. And then they asked the next question when they gave a list of words of 40 emotional words and they asked them to pick which one of these emotional words do you most associate with that name Washington Redskins and the the clear winner was proud mm, interesting so 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 it also, the point Andre and I have this discussion a lot on the show is you know when it comes to things like that is it is is it who is it offending if it's not offending right, the yeah. people who were supposed to be offended by it it's offending what I like to call the outrage culture. You know, the people who are just looking for, like yeah. literally looking for problems and going from one outrage to the next and your social justice warriors. I think that was the group who was speaking on behalf of another race, which we have a lot of in this country. Um, yeah. And I think that's where it, it, it worked. They got their way. <laughs> um but the actual group who were they who was being protected was at a ninety percent clip not offended by the name. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird because it's, I mean it seems like you could always find um, because I guess more recently when the when it, when they decided that they were going to change the name, you know, you could find it's like you, you could find Native American people that were that felt that were offended, others that weren't. So it's right. like, you know, it's kind of hard to gauge. Um, I mean, I think they probably have more important things to be concerned about yeah. in the Native American community. <laughs> but right. This isn't on the forefront of issues. But, uh, uh, I mean, you could, you could find people that were on either side of the issue. Yeah, and Dre, Dre brought up the best point, which is it had nothing to do with racism or who you're offending. It was about money. And that's what it's all yeah, about. Ultimately, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because once, once you start, um, uh, you know, dealing with the sponsorships and and boycotts and 
Because yeah. he, he didn't really seem to care about the negative publicity, but once the business community started to get behind a name change, then he didn't really have a choice. Oh, yeah, because there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? All publicity is good. Right, yeah, exactly. It's, but it's also attention. the thing is, is like, I, I remember when the, when the Wizards, when they changed right, their names. I was going to joke board. about that earlier in the show. Like, Washington does not have a good history with the names of their sports teams. Yeah, exactly. You had the bullets. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> that was. Um, but then they picked, you know, so it's pretty, you know, it's an opportunity to come out with new merchandise and a new logo and everything right. else. And for a long time, the Wizards had some of the ugliest uniforms <laughs> in the league. Well, that I mean, logo that they, they had was right with the with the with that, you know with, court jester bell, yeah, and weird, you know, all that kind of stuff, and then. <laughs> That stuff was bad. <laughs> and we all grew up watching the the bullets. They were terrible, but we grew up watching the bullets play the bulls and play, you know. And... Yeah, because now they've gone back to that old red, white, and blue color scheme, right. um, which is so much better. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, and then they have the DC and stuff like that. I mean, their their uniforms are so much better than that weird teal and purple and. You know, that stuff was like when Jordan – I, I still never got used to seeing Michael Jordan Wizards jerseys around town. You don't see any of them anymore, but right um, back in the day, seeing those 23s when, in the Wizards, it was – I just never got used to seeing that. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to grab a bucket thinking about the Jordan Wizards days. Ugh. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I, was no, I was noticing – I was talking about this when I was watching some of these preliminary – I don't know what they what were they calling it the seeding tournament in the yeah, NBA yeah something like the, that the basically their extended preseason to finish out the season before the playoffs started and I was yeah. commenting with one of my coworkers like is this mirrors the NBA have too many jerseys now for every team I swear every team has fourteen jerseys right because they have about to, right because um, I actually bought last year. Or what, the, the year before, the Bulls City jersey was kind of nice. It was black with the flag, with the Chicago flag. And so I got the yeah. sweatshirt with that. I thought that that was a pretty nice uh, jersey. But then they had the black one. They had the green one for St. Patrick's Day. Right. And, you know, all this other stuff. I mean, it's. It's a lot. That's, that's I can't even tell football. He's playing. That's every sport, though. The football with the alternative jerseys of the color uh, color rush, whatever yeah. they call it that. Uh, baseball, right. with, you yeah. got your Sunday jersey, you got your Monday jersey, you got your Tuesday jersey, you got uh, every you day of your, the week for baseball. <laughs> you have your road alternate jersey, your home alternate uh, jersey. Yeah. <laughs> it's every sport. It's, it's Guess what? That's yeah, all about the money, too. Year. Maybe it was the 75th anniversary of the NFL where every team had, like, a hideous, like, 1920 jersey. <laughs> it just looked oh, so ugly. There were some, <laughs> yeah, the throwbacks. So I remember, bad. like, the Steelers had a hideous one. Yes. Yeah, uh, that was the one. The Bears, that Bears. looked like jail uniforms. That's the Bears yeah. orange and blue one, yeah. It looked like the, 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 uh, with the, yeah, the Packers had a really ugly one with like a train on the front of it or something. <laughs> yeah, was that the Steelers yeah, one? Yeah. They were, they were, yeah, they were hit. And you, do you know whose uniform was the same? The Browns. I think the Browns yeah, had the exact exactly. same uniform. They've had the same jersey. Nothing changed. <laughs> They've been around forever, but the yeah. Browns jerseys never changed. I mean, what can you uniform. do with Browns? 
Because when you hit on this color scheme of shit brown, why change? <laughs> you got a winner right there, buddy. Uh, hey, it's not, not too many weeks till we start getting the, the brown fever again. Yep, it's coming. It's going to be so strange because there's no preseason. So it's just going to be you wake yeah. up one day and football's yeah. back. Yeah, well, yeah and, and how and many? It's, it's, it's weird around here um, in the DMV with the Browns and the Ravens. Um, yeah. Because that was really ugly for a while when the Browns moved here and then won the Super Bowl like two years later. Right. <laughs> right. With the same guys. Um, because I, I remember. Um, there were people here. Well, no, there were people in um, from Cleveland who were um, supporting. I, I forget who the governor of Maryland was at the time, but his opponent. There were people from Cleveland who were supporting his opponent in the um, gubernatorial election that year because, you know, them taking the Browns from Cleveland. I mean, it was <laughs> it, it was pretty ugly. But, I mean, it's no, just amazing because the Ravens have become, you know, an amazing franchise. I mean, just success, championships, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, Hall of Fame players and, you know, amazing success. And then the Browns have just been the Browns. I mean, <laughs> still I, I, the Browns. That, that is, I mean, I, I, you, you just got to feel for that fan base because, you know, you just got to be resentful about that, man. You take my team, my championships, you take it oh, all. I mean, yeah. And you, and you leave me with, you leave me with, um, uh, who was that quarterback from Kentucky? Uh, <laughs> oh, Tim Couch. You know, guys oh. like that. Yeah, yeah. Tim Couch. And Tim endless, Couch. Endless, I mean, the, the only franchise that has had worse quarterback history than the Bears are the Browns. Oh. <laughs> Hang on Bears. a minute. Wait a minute. That's hard. Because, I mean, Dre and I are both on record. I think we agree that Jay Cutler is the best Bears quarterback ever. I mean, I think we agree on that, right? In in history, yeah. It's not even close. It's not. And and, and he got run out of town on a Like, they hated him. And he was the best thing that had ever happened to that city at that position. And and he was reviled, you know. So try to think about Well, because part of it, I I think, because, well, there was um, – there was something on YouTube about Jay Cutler, and then it was like it's like there's a Jay Cutler revival now. You know, people are starting to appreciate him more. Well, they should. Um, They've been watching Mitch Trubisky for the last couple of years. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think part of it was he, he, he just had because um, I, I just remember there were just way too many games where you know they'd have an amazing comeback. It's the fourth quarter. You yeah. Know, they're on the 25, and then he throws a pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, with, with a minute and a half to go in the game. That, that's Jay Cutler. That's just right? happened way too many times. Yeah. I mean, we, you, know, I mean, you, you, you look at his entire statistical body of work, and it's above average. I mean, he's, you know, the the big comparison is like Tony Romo. You know, he's he's got a, you know, decent statistics. I mean, he's definitely been an above average quarterback. Yeah. But it's just the mistakes at inopportune times. Or, you know, in the um, NFC Championship game, he, you know, tears his MCL and, you know, it's like he's Jake you know, had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> right, exactly. We saw People were. He was walking around at the mall. He's a loser. Yeah. We've, 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 we have his wife. I mean, 
we, we haven't done that bit on this show ever before. Oh, God. Yeah. Who's going up no, the stairs in a restaurant? But that's funny because you talk about like the the, the 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 horrible quarterbacking in Cleveland, and I'm like, yeah, you know, you, you, you talk about snake bit franchises. I mean, yeah, who is who's Cleveland's best quarterback? Is Bernie Kosar? Or? It might be Bernie. Right, yeah, <laughs> I, I can't think of anybody else. You know, I don't know because who they're. They've had so I mean, many because there was a guy Otto Graham. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there oh you go. God. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that's like well, look, the Bears have to go to Sid Luckman. So. Was was Otto Graham a Brown or was he a football team? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I, not I'm trying to remember Otto Graham. <laughs> if I just pulled out an Otto Graham here on the show, uh, that would wow. be yeah. going deep. Uh, let me see here. Otto, oh no, Otto Graham played for the Browns. I, I just looked yeah. it up. Well, yeah, but he's got a leather he coached, helmet on. Though. He coached the Washington <laughs> football team. He coached the Washington football team. Ah, uh, but he yeah. played he played uh, quarterback for the Browns, uh, the Cleveland football team, for, for 10 seasons. <laughs> yeah, he's from so, Chicagoland, too. He's from Washington. So there you go. Otto Graham. Otto Graham is the Sid Luckman of the uh-huh. uh, <laughs> Cleveland Browns. And absolutely, I would be – Still mad at Baltimore if I was uh, a, a Cleveland football fan, man. Can you imagine if Ed Reed and Ray Lewis took over Cleveland and brought them championship goals? They'd be oh, absolute yes. gods there, man. Yeah, oh that God. that was yeah. that was that should have been theirs. Yeah. That should have been their franchise. What's yeah. the same animosity I mean, that... we talk about down your way? The Titans, the Oilers, you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so go you know, different moving out of Houston, yeah, but... Steve McNair. Play, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then going and, least, and then they yeah. go to Super Bowl and almost darn near win a couple seasons right, later. Right. Yeah, you're right. Houston, yeah, they, they had a and good Houston run was with, a um, with McNair and Eddie joke. George and, yeah, and Houston was a joke when they came back into the league for a while. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the I mean, they had um, who was the guy yeah. that got sacked? He got he he walked a car. Out of the David car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, he's setting all time David Carr. He doesn't sleep well yeah. at night because I have a feeling his head hits the pillow and he just sees dudes running at him. <laughs> Still, <laughs> to this day, <laughs> he sleeps in right, his he, head. He peeks around the corner every time he leaves the front door. He's <laughs> looking at. He's, <laughs> he's, 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 he's just waiting he's to get checked uh, everywhere he goes. Yeah. <laughs> So it's okay, honey. You can come out of the house. It's all right. We're just going to the restaurant. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, there's no uh, defensive ends or anybody coming off the edge at you. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, actual Washington football team coming up this year, get a, uh, they get a new coach in, in our guy Chico, Chico Rivera. Uh, you talked yep. about the new president, Jason Wright. Uh, yeah. Dwayne Haskins' first full year as a as a starting quarterback. Uh, Dogs on the actual Alex team. Smith. Alex Smith has been yeah. a for football uh, activities. <laughs> Miracle man. I, I I can't imagine why that guy wants to play again. That's <laughs> exactly how I feel about it, Tim. I was like, why? Why would you want to go? I on mean, the that that, field? that year. I mean, I, I don't understand how you could have. Two quarterbacks go down in back-to-back games almost with compound leg fractures. Oh. I mean, the odds of that are just, I mean, that's amazing because they lost it you know, is. Smith, um, 
I mean, Colt McCoy. I mean, everybody right. got hurt. But um, but Alex is back. But, but, you know who was on? I forget when. Uh, um, I think he was our number three quarterback a few years ago. Was Rex Grossman? He was on the Redskins. Yeah. Well, oh, excuse me, the Washington football team for a long time. I remember. <laughs> I, I remember Rex, sexy Rexy as a as a third stringer. Um, it yeah, wasn't it wasn't pretty. It was nice to hang around for a while. Yeah, but yeah. but is Alex Smith on one leg better than Dwayne Haskins on two? Oh my God, probably. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, the way I see it, Tim, is I don't know how good Dwayne Haskins is or isn't myself because I don't think he's got the weaponry for you to really judge. He's got no. one decent receiver. He's got uh, Terry McLaurin, and that's about it. So right. I don't know and, how and you can really judge. And a tight end that never plays. Oh, they, they had for, I forget what the tight end's yeah. name is. But is that know, Jordan, he was always really That's not good Jordan Reed. Is, is that still yeah, Jordan that's, Reed? That's yeah. Poor Jordan yeah. Reed. Who, and Adrian you know, Peterson was 75 years old. Right. Yeah. No, it's amazing. He was he was their starter, um, mm-hmm. because they just released their they just released one of their running backs. They ran the other him. running back out of town. Something happened. I, I don't know. I, you know, and I'm not there in is, football mode yet. There Geis. is guys uh, tried to choke out his girl and then uh, wound up getting yeah, that'll be that. Okay. Yeah. So he should call. He should change his name to Darius Rice. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, but they're, they're not- <laughs> <laughs> you get off a good one every now and then. That was that was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah thank you. Don't have a lot of patience for that kind of stuff anymore. So he got cut no. all away. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh man, definitely. did you hear about the guy from the Seahawks? <laughs> he tried Ooh. to sneak a woman into the bubble. <laughs> oh. And he you got did see that. I saw Dre post a Twitter, uh, made a tweet about yeah. Yeah, uh, he, referencing yeah, that he one. He tried to like, sneak a woman into the uh, yeah. into the team hotel, and he got cut. He must oh. not have been a high draft pick. I don't, I don't know where, where um, yeah, but he got no, cut exactly. right he, he, he was like yeah, a fifth-round like uh, cornerback. Exactly, that's exactly what I told him. Yeah, that's exactly what I told my wife. I said, Russ can get away with that. He could sneak Sierra up in there. You yeah. little right. pig? No, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had the two okay. Cleveland, yeah. uh, you had the two Cleveland baseball team pitchers. Uh, you yeah, know, going out and, and having DFA a good time. Or, and, yeah, mm-hmm. and, those, and those are good players. Did they, yeah. got, did they get? Did they get outrighted? Uh, last I heard, wow. they got demoted, but I don't know if yeah. they threw them all fall to, all the way. But no, I don't uh, think they cut them. Basically, right. they started definitely. Definitely took them yeah. down, took them, took them down a level, because uh, they yeah. were uh, there's there's going to be revolts. Like Oliver Perez and some guys are going to be like, no, you can't bring them back right now. Uh, we're we're not going to go in the same locker room with these guys because that's that they broke the team trust by going out and doing that. That was very selfish right. of them to and and to get to get indignant about it. Uh, uh, which one was that? One of them like made a video and and called everybody phony and evil uh. and. You know, and it's like, dude, you're the one who went out and, and decided to go party and act like nothing was, was the matter. Like, you're the one. Don't blame it on anybody yeah. else. It's on you. Yeah, I think I, I, one of the college football teams, I forget what what school it was, but when everybody was on campus, they had no cases. And then the guy sent them home for two weeks, 
and then the guys come mm-hmm. back and it's like a dozen cases. <laughs> uh. So it's weird. You know, you do these, we do these shows, I get this flashback, you know, and it's, I'm thinking about like, you know, we're all just, I'm just talking on my headset on my computer and it's just like thing calls in automatically. And I'm thinking back, do you remember what it was like trying to get the old three-way calling to work? Oh, oh my God, yeah. right. you'd have to push the, you'd have to hit the thing yeah. and... Hold, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Wait, yeah. you have to, and then you accidentally <laughs> hang up on the other person. Are you still there? <laughs> Got to call him back. Hang on. <laughs> I'm just We're really here, showing our age the, now. These are the, these right. are the flashbacks and then, then the guy you get, you know? up so you get a busy signal. And right. You got to wait for the other, you got to wait for the people to hang up. And, yeah. <laughs> just like you had to, guys, like, yeah, three people with a landline phone trying to coordinate that. Uh, right, because the guy didn't realize he'd been hung up on. And right. Yeah. So he's sitting out, there for three minutes like, where are these guys? <laughs> and then, yeah, after eventually, after a long enough time, the thing would click and go to the dial tone. You know, oh, right. oh yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not there anymore. That's what happened. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, there you oh. go. That's just the random thoughts that pop into the brain. Back in the day. <laughs> Setting up the old yeah, three-way yeah. call. Going back 30, 35 years ago. Oof. Sorry, long yeah, time. Didn't, not trying to to, to <laughs> date anyone here. Uh, too late. We, we, we've already been dated. Uh, <laughs> see that that that's how I feel about the uh, the Washington football team. Is I I'm not saying Dwayne Askins is is going to be great or anything like that. I'm saying I don't know. I don't know how anyone can tell because he's got nobody, no one to throw to. I know uh, Jordan Reed isn't even on the team anymore. They finally got fed up with him. Oh, okay. He, he, he signed with somebody else. Yeah, because but. he was he was always injured. I mean, when he played, he was um, yeah, he was an all pro caliber player. But that's the you last, know, as they say, the best the last kind of ability tight end I can uh, think of. Yeah, but as they say, you know, the best kind of ability is availability. There you and go. He was never available. <laughs> oh, he's like Sean. He's like the Sean Lee of tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the great Sean Lee. You can't you can't say his name, but I'll say the great Sean Lee. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's just so the, the, he's great. He, yeah, Sunday Night Football just loves him. Oh my God, love him like the like a uh, like a hooker on the corner. God, they love him. Yeah. Well, we didn't uh, we didn't trash Dwayne Haskins too bad. I think we've given him a pass so far on this show. Um, I, I, one, I I know I have because I don't know I don't know if he's any yeah, good or not. I I didn't think he was overdrafted. I mean, how do you pass up a guy through fifty touchdowns his final season right. in Ohio's? Um, so, and he clearly you could it's on tape. It, those weren't Johnny Manziel touchdown throws where he's running for his life and he just like kind of like <laughs> lobs the ball over his head and the receiver goes and runs under it where we were totally trashing Johnny Manziel when he got drafted so high. Um, no, yeah, I mean, sometimes he you get exposed in the pros. Yeah, sometimes you get drafted by the bad team and you look really bad because the team around you is terrible. And, and you yeah, can't. That, that you almost got, that guy got chances. He just he was just wasn't right. Good. Yeah, like Joe yeah, Burrow's going to go through. Garbage. He's going to find out really quick mm-hmm. um, about you know, welcome to the NFL because you're going to Cincinnati and well, what's Cincinnati got? Um, the host AJ of AJ Green. AJ Green. Were we just talking about availability? Right. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully he's available this year because he wasn't available all of last year. Yeah. So. They're going to need him. Um, 
So, yeah, Bad these guys that get drafted into these terrible situations, there's a reason why you're usually drafting so high. Mm-hmm. Well, you almost yeah. can't overdraft a quarterback these days when you think about the failures at the top of the draft. We got with Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, guys like that. Like, you, you, you got to take your shot, I guess. I, I used to totally frown on all these number one picks going uh, to, to yeah. automatically going to quarterbacks, but I I understand that you have to get the quarterback. You can't win a title unless you got the quarterback. So you, you got to take your shot. If you think the guy the guy, then you gotta you gotta make your move and take your shot. Which is what uh, what our Bears Tim unfortunately tried to do with Mister uh, Trubisky and didn't quite work uh, yeah. out for him. And over- but I pulled yeah, you over that's to unfortunate because I mean it, it's I don't know. I mean I, I think it there. This season is the season. I mean, if he, if he, if, um, I mean, it's over for him. If, if, yeah. if, if it doesn't work for him this year. Yeah. No, I think the Nick Foles signing was the wake up, you know, like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I fully expect Nick Foles to be this season's uh, Ryan Tannehill. If he is, I mean, that's all we can hope for, really. Yeah. Now, you'd, you'd hope I mean, to that, also that have Derrick Henry. Day in that equation. Right. But, but, Bears don't have Derrick Henry. No. Yeah, we, we have a um, – um, well, I guess David Montgomery is all yeah. right. And uh, it's just amazing well, to recall yeah. a, a guy that size as a professional football player. Well, the best part of the whole <laughs> because, thing with the, the Titans was everybody just assumed all the Titans wide receivers were trash. And it wasn't them, it was the quarterback. And then it was suddenly once Ryan Tannehill was there, all of yeah. a sudden all these – I remember telling you on this show, Dre, that when the Titans uh, made the switch to Tannehill, start, go pick up some of those receivers in your fantasy league. And all, yeah, of, a because... sudden, all of a sudden you just started seeing huge games out of these guys. Yeah, A.J. Brown oh, looked like a real good player all of a sudden. Yeah. Because yeah, Titans Mariota, receivers just... were always guys that would be ranked really high. Well, not yeah. really high, but, you know, they would have decent mid-round rankings. And then you would draft them, and they'd just be garbage. <laughs> they right. wouldn't do anything. I'm trying to think of some of the names. Oh, Tajay Sharp, um, Kendall Wright. Oh, right. And, yep, yep. You know, All those guys. Yeah. Yep. You know, and it they, turns they out those guys actually can play rankings. football. And yeah, I'm exactly. Gonna, and then you, I don't then wanna... you get them, and they just be garbage. It wouldn't be me if I, I rolled 50 minutes into the show and I haven't crapped on Tom Brady, but I yet. But I think you're going to see Tommy! a similar thing. I think you're going to see a very similar thing play out in New England because now that Cam Newton's there, and it will be Cam Newton. I think we all expect this. He's not there to be a backup. Uh, maybe those receivers oh, yeah. that everybody said were just garbage, it wasn't them. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm watching the. Uh, I, I found myself since the Bulls aren't in the bubble, I find myself watching the Chicago Sky, and they're playing um, <laughs> Las Vegas, and uh, Bill Lambeer is their coach. Is that the girls' team? Really? Goodness, he looks like yeah. He looks really shaggy. <laughs> if, okay, <laughs> so I gotta ask: If Bill Lambeer is their coach, are they all out there just beating each other up? Are they, are they, I mean, is it, if You'd the think they'd be clotheslining the, the, the other players and taking them out at the knees and yeah, exactly, just throwing elbows and beating yeah. Them. Oh yeah, uh, some high elbows. You got to go up for the board right, and exactly. get those elbows up real high. Mm-hmm. 
But he looks like I don't know, man. He he, he looks like there's no grooming in the bubble. Well, I thought they've never seen a coach. I've never seen a coach wear a headband. Oh. I thought they built him a barber shop, but maybe that's not for people of that persuasion. That's, that's not in the WNBA bubble. Ah, okay. WNBA yeah, there you go. It's not as lavish as the NBA bubble. Ah. They had roses and rats in those rooms. Uh, they're, they're playing in the Rosemont Horizon. <laughs> they, they don't get the golf course and the water they don't slide. Get the and, yeah. <laughs> they don't get the yeah, Walt Disney Yeah, they don't get the Walt Disney Yeah, they get Disney bubble. <laughs> they sent him to Six Flags. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, that's that's not good. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, the 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 Bears' outlook not too good. Uh, yeah, I, well, I guess uh, the defense. I mean, I just hope that the. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm just always hopeful. Yeah, we're fans. We we can't help it. I look. I said on this show, there's a Trubisky made in his uh, rookie year that actually made me say the words out loud. I love Mitch Trubisky. I thought he was going to be the guy, and boy was I wrong. Uh, but you know, you're a fan. You you get these glimpses, and you hope that it just you know sparks and grows into you know something huge. And God, the inconsistency. Because he still has sparks like that. He still has some games last year where you go, oh, there it is. Okay, he's, he's figured it out. But then, like, he'd right. have two but or three you... games in a row where it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Why did you do that? What, are... hey, what was that What was that meme I sent you about how the, the military, the Pentagon is sending Mitch Trubisky over to Syria to overthrow Assad? <laughs> <laughs> but think yeah. about this, though. Hey, hey! That, 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 that playoff game against the Eagles, he drives mm-hmm. them down. He makes them oh, throws. Yeah. You know, he gets them in position to win the game. The double doink. And Cody then, Parkey. And, and, then, and then he misses the kick. If he makes uh, that kick, I mean, it's totally, I mean, the conversation is just totally different about Trubisky. If they go to the next round, and who knows what would have happened in the next game. But um, if he wins a playoff game, and that was and totally was that different. the Eagles, that was the Eagles team that won the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, because he 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 drives him down. He makes some throws. You know, yeah. I remember he hit Allen Robinson to get him in position to, to uh, you know, for the field goal, and you know, and then the rest is history, as they say. But bring um, me the head of Cody Parkey. Right, they had him. Uh. In, he put him in position to win the game. No, you're right. He he, he had he still he still has flashes. He had flashes in that game. It was a big game. It was a big moment, and he and he did come through with the drive to put him uh, put him in position. You're, you're absolutely well, right. That was the that was yeah. the same that was the same argument that we made about Jay Cutler in the game when they had the Packers beat to win the division, and then the Bears just decided to play the the vaunted cover zero against Randall Cobb. Just let them run right. free. And, yeah, I always hated that. That on a fourth down play. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just be giving up big chunks of yards. <laughs> no team. And, no and team then, lets right. receivers run free through their secondary. <laughs> Better than the Chicago Bears. Oh, my goodness. I remember um, they the playoff, there was a playoff game against the um, Carolina Panthers. Ice cream truck driver. 
Steve Smith oh running free. Steve yeah. Smith, oh my God, Steve Smith just carved him up. I mean, that was Jake DeLome or somebody like that. And, yeah. And, <laughs> nobody um, was cover- Nobody covered him because the guy that was covering him, they signed off the like the street or the practice squad. And I've always yeah. joked about him being an ice cream truck driver. I don't know, maybe <laughs> that's what he was. But yeah, we, we oh, don't worry. This, this, this subject is a very sore subject for Dre because yeah, I he's... will I will text him in the middle of a game. Oh, look, <laughs> more cover zero. See, because cover zero yeah. is an actual defensive scheme, but for the Bears it means cover nobody. Right. Don't cover anybody. <laughs> cover, let them go. Don't cover. Don't cover them. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I hated that because you, you'd watch it at the end of those games and they'd yeah. just be giving up huge chunks of yards and it's like, what is what? Yeah. This can't be the plan. I mean, they they score the opening. They score the opening touchdown in the Super Bowl with the Jesus. It's not like you and I know each other uh, in the Super Bowl <laughs> with the kickoff, and then all of a sudden was it Reggie Wayne? Reggie just Wayne, running free. Open. <laughs> nobody in yeah, the TV no screen. No one in the screen. <laughs> I mean, this is Peyton Manning and Reggie Wayne. He's at least worth a guy, right? Like a guy. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you forget to cover Reggie Wayne in the Super Bowl. I, I, I'm not bitter, though, really. Not at all. Oh. Um, but, no, the um, point is that yeah. you know, Cutler had the game won, and the defense let him down. And then you have Trubisky had the game won, but the special teams let him down. And it's just like, he's got the snake bit. They're just snake bit. Yeah. I don't understand it. Uh, the last question I wanted to ask you, Tim, I know it's late up there in, in D.C. Um, with the stuff going around with the, the coronavirus and stuff, you talked about you're not really a big uh, Washington football team fan. I, I know you've gone to some games in the past. If they are, are Do you know if they've uh, announced what they're doing with fans? Are they allowing fans in, in those games, or are they going to have empty stadiums? No, games? I don't think so. Yeah, I think they're doing uh, empty stadiums. Uh, I mean, I think that I, I, you know what? I don't think the NFL has really announced it, but I, I, I'm assuming that that's, that has to be what the case is. I mean, because I mean, for one, if because the stadiums are so large, I mean, even if you did 25 percent, I mean, I mean, you guys might be better mad guys than me, but 25 percent of 60,000. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's still a lot of people in the stadium. Fifteen thousand people. They'll make some noise. Yeah, I mean, but that's still a lot of people in the stadium. And and then what yeah. do you do with like a dome stadium? I mean, you know, I, I can't imagine that you'd want to be playing sure. in front of fans on you know in an indoor stadium. I mean, that just seems like you're really asking yeah. for trouble. And that means you still have fifteen thousand people who need to go to the bathroom and fifteen thousand people who want trying to get beer, food, exactly. and people who all have to. Yeah, everybody still has to funnel in through and out just a handful of exits. Um, right. so I get yeah, it. Exactly. I, I get it. I mean, and 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 early on in um, in Europe, those were the super spreader events. Um, like mm-hmm. in, in Italy, there were some soccer games um, that ended up really spreading the disease. And yeah. so, I mean, you don't. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that that's what's going to happen. I'll tell you, empty stands are going to be much like with baseball. Empty seats are going to be much easier to watch than the choppy video board with the NBA is doing 
with the the the, the virtual fans. Yeah. On their webcams. That's yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that does look, look weird. Hard. Then sometimes you actually see people that you can, you know, recognize. You know, like I think you, uh, Lil Wayne and some other guys have been ended up on those boards. Huh. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's just weird. Yeah, this whole, this whole thing has been odd. Still look very odd when you got people trying to stand up and do the the waving the hands thing on the free throw, and the guys already shot the free throw and went to the other end, and they're still waving their hands because they don't you know they don't know what's well, going you, on. Yeah, yeah, the time. Not only that, but you've got to have a massive yeah. delay on that because I mean, yeah, these people are on their right. webcams at home. I mean, mm-hmm. how you know? How do you yeah. know what's going to pop up on there? Uh, right. Hopefully they, hopefully they, they're on top of that because I'm sure some people are going to have some things pop up that you don't want to see, and I'm yes. sure they're going to be yeah, all exactly. over that. You got to have some kind of delay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're they're so they're, yeah, and then the pumped in uh, the pumped in crowd noise. Yeah, it's just it's all. Yeah, and they're trying. I mean, I've been I've, I've watched some. I mean, it's 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 doing what it's supposed to do. I've watched some baseball and I've watched some basketball. You know, having the four playoff games. I was at work on Monday and having the four playoff games. Bam, you know, bang, 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 bang. And it was it was kind of like, well, it's kind of cool having, you know, a quadruple. You're having header. games at one o'clock. Yeah, you know, you're having games in the afternoon during the week. You know, it's no, nice. No, I agree. It's, it's been. Uh, so I think they probably could do that uh, when things get back to normal too. They could ha- they could stand to have more afternoon games. They try to shove everything at the prime time, trying to get the most ratings and, and make the most money, of course. Uh, but we were, you know, again showing our age. We remember when World Series games, uh, some of them were in the daytime. We remember playoff games yeah. in, in the daytime. We it wasn't always about the prime time number. It wasn't always about the latest showing because some of these games that they start in the playoffs, they start them so late. And then, of course, if it's Red right. Sox Yankees, it's going to be five hours for a nine inning game. And so by the or time it's over, right. they'll do that. seven inning, seven <laughs> inning game. They'll do that for five well, hours. In the so West, the... When they had their uh, their tournament, they had games at nine a.m. because of the heat in Orlando. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's that. That would be pretty so, cool. So, so they they had games. Their, their windows were 9 a.m. and then like 8 o'clock and then 10 o'clock <laughs> p.m. Because they were yeah, trying I'd, to avoid the, the heat of the day in Orlando. Yeah, I'd love to call in the sick uh, to work and, and sneak out to a soccer game at 9 in the morning. I think that'd be a, a cool day. Yeah. Here nice. we go. Jonathan Taze just, uh, just scored one nothing Blackhawks. All right. Yeah, they're, they're, that's going to be a huge comeback if they manage to. You know, they're down three zero to the uh, to, to Las Vegas, so if they can yeah. come back and get that series. That would that would be uh, unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's hockey. All the time, hockey, you get those three zero comebacks all the time. Not all the time, but more often. A lot more often right, yeah. than, than basketball. Yeah. But then to do that yeah, in the AC, I mean that's. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's been unusual, of course. They're they're in their bubble up there in in Vancouver, I believe, or, or is it Edmonton? It's somewhere in Canada. Yeah, they're doing um, um, uh, the Western Conference is in Edmonton, and the Eastern okay. Conference is in Toronto. And since right. they've been in the bubble, they've had no cases. 
that that's what I was gonna bring up was basketball and hockey. Seeing it looked like they got it right to, to do the bubble thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they were the laughing stocks, right? They were like, ah, oh, they're gonna put them in, all in, in a yeah. bubble. This Come is, on, this isn't gonna work. Like, wait until mm-hmm. football starts and and. Look at you the know, go ask the Cardinals and the Marlins uh, yeah. if they would want rather be in a bubble right now because I think they'd rather uh, they'd rather do it that way. Uh, yeah, they can't play so, yeah. three quarter double headers. <laughs> right, because I think um, the Cardinals have only played six or seven games. I think right. and everybody gonna, else has played closer to twenty. Yeah, and the Marlins. <laughs> gonna, and the Marlins are are the Marlins in first place just by virtue of playing no games. Right, because they go on the um, win win percentage. Right, so they're going to end up because they know now that all the teams aren't (laughs) going to be able to play an equal number. Oh, no, Atlanta finally went ahead of them. Oh, because the Marlins are doing the Marlins thing. They've lost four in a row. So they're back to being the Marlins. (laughs) But, yeah, the Cardinals are going to wind up playing like 55 games in 40. Five game, forty-five days, or something stupid like that, because all the double headers that they're supposed to make up—that's just insane. I mean, I'm—I understand, you know, that they're doing the seven-inning double headers now and making the games a little lighter. But even still, two games a day for like a solid week at some point—it's—it's stupid. That's—that's just crazy. It'll take a toll. Yeah, I've read that. I read that now. That now, after all of this, now baseball is considering doing a bubble for when the playoffs start. It's like, oh, now you think a bubble is a good idea after you know so many teams that have their uh, have their squad go down with, with with coronavirus. Now it's a good idea. So again, right. baseball behind yeah, the curve, right. so to speak. Well, you know, it's the pastime. Baseball is not the most progressive sport. We argue about that all the time. And Rob Manfred is not the most progressive owner by by far, or or a commissioner rather. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, did you see yeah, the, but the I, thing but last night? Talk about the... that. What's and, that? And the places that they were considering playing, you know, ended up being hot spots. Well, literal hot spots like oh, like Arizona in, in, yeah. in, in Arizona. Yeah, I'm probably playing. I mean, not like not not, not to mention the outbreak Dakota? of the disease. Yeah. That's a good place. Good place to have your bubbles, like Bismarck. Yeah. What's the dimensions um, at a ball field in North Dakota? About 200 down the line or so? <laughs> what is it in Buffalo? Uh, where, yeah. the, uh, where the Blue Jays are playing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every game's going to be 25 to 30, uh, 30 to 25. Arena baseball. Yeah. <laughs> They, they they went in and adjusted the park before they let the Blue Jays in there, so they they fixed it up a little, but it's still it's still a minor league park after you know after all is said and done, uh, you know. But they had to do what they had to do. Canada was not letting them in there. Uh, yeah, well, I guess they could have stayed, but they wouldn't let anybody else in. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be playing themselves. <laughs> kind of hard to have a yeah. Kind of hard to have a season. <laughs> can't play anybody with, with, where everybody's got a quarantine for 14 days before they <laughs> right, before exactly. they go anywhere and for 14 days after well, uh, so it's been uh, a, a great time it's been a lot of fun uh, catching up as always Tim I'm gonna let you go it's getting yeah, no, about very thing. late it's, it's, uh, it's bedtime <laughs> no, it's already, we'll still figure out a way to, Dre and I will still figure out a way to stretch this for another 45 minutes 
Of course, <laughs> that's what we do. Tim, thank you very well, much for taking pleasure. the time with us. You know, I know. Um, you know, I guess we'll do it again sometime next year. I guess. <laughs> Making an yeah, annual sounds thing. great. But it, 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 it's been a pleasure. Uh, you know, it's always nice to catch up. Um, and thanks for thanks for having me. Well, thank you. All right, Tim. Thanks a lot. Yeah. All right. Take care, guys. All right. That is Tim, the DC correspondent, our old buddy from grade school, from Bart T. Skinner, another Skinner reunion. We have that when we have uh, Renard from Football Fan Rush Radio on. Yes, all four of us are in the same class. And uh, as you can tell, when yeah. we all get together and talk, when we go back and have all these old memories, and then uh, it's crazy, all the stuff that we still remember from back in the day. It's just interesting to know the secret pain that you Bears fans all deal with with that cover zero, like the wound that I am pouring salt in every time that we, we have to see it or talk about it. Cause as soon as we talked about it, Tim's flashback, Steve Smith, like mm-hmm. seared into his mind, something that we have joked about. I can't even count how many times over the years you and I have joked about that on air, off air. Um, Reggie Cobb, Reggie Reg- Wayne. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just oh. the, the list, the list is too long. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, didn't they have that game against the Falcons where they looked tight in that first, that opening game? I I just remember Matt Ryan, I think, going to, like, Austin Hooper, like, over the middle. It was a tight end, and all I know is it was at Soldier Field, and Matt Ryan hits the tight end for, like, an 85-yard reception to seal the game. Nobody's covering the tight end up the seam. So you're just going to keep doing this? You're going to just bring up all of them? Yeah, I've got them all. Uh, I got them all, you know. I'm like a, I'm like an encyclopedia uh, in Cover Zero. Wonderful. Because I just want to um, know how we know about this, and you never hear. Nobody nationally talks about the Bears' uncanny ability to just not cover people. Doesn't matter who because, the coach is. Does it just? It, because it, nationally, you'd have to like watch <laughs> all Bears games to, to catch up on that. You wouldn't really know yeah. that nationally. Like, I'm sure there's some tendencies that uh, Cowboys teams have done over the years, but we don't watch all Cowboys games, so we don't no. know about it. But, but we, we we knew all about, like, Jason Garrett's uh, ten, bad tendencies, like not to run the football. and But that was nationally known. It'll be interesting to see if they catch on to Mike McCarthy not making second-half adjustments. <laughs> so glad he's uh, back. That's a, that's a tendency that, you know, with the, all the Packers games up there that, that, that you got to watch. Um, so that's something that you would catch up on. We would catch up on Jason Garrett's tendencies because, unfortunately, the Cowboys get televised like they're a national, like they really are yeah. America's team. But we, we see more Cowboys games than we have any right to, even though we're not anywhere near the Cowboys market. Um, that is true. So we see a lot of Dallas football, and, and we're going to continue to see a lot of Dallas football. Um, actually, I haven't looked at the national schedule at all uh, coming up this year, so I don't know how much Cowboys or, or Buccaneers or whatever that we're going to watch. I assume we're going to see a lot more Tampa Bay football than we ever have. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that's – I mean, and boy, is the schedule – I guess the schedule's got to be pretty pretty well set. Uh, what, okay, so here we go. Uh well, you open the season opens Texans at Chiefs. That's an interesting. I mean, that's a rematch. Oh, um, that game. Oh my God, the flashbacks of that one. 
This is great, though. Sunday, September 13th, the first game, Eagles at football team. (laughs) (laughs) How fucking stupid does that sound? Eagles at football team. What? Is this... Is this just Dan Snyder? Does this just Dan Snyder with the middle finger up at everybody? I think that's what I think it is. I think so too. It is not how I know. I know that because back. Do you remember when there was like the all the like the ESPN and like the sportscasters all kind of revolted against using Washington Redskins? What did they all say? They just said Washington. Or they said the Washington football team. <laughs> yeah, some of, them said that. That. Some, some of them just kept saying Washington, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. And some of them were like the Washington football you know, team. And that, no, I'm serious. It happened because they were all trying to – because every once in a while, one of them would slip up and say Redskins, and you knew they probably right. got the, the, the ruler snapped across the fingers the next day. Now, um, now, now. Can't say that. <laughs> you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, yep, Cowboys-Rams is your first Sunday night game, so – of course. Oh, lovely. Back to the Cowboys. Ugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I see. I the way the reason I think Dan Snyder is doing that on purpose just to stick a middle finger up is because it is not that fucking hard to pick a new team name. You get a, a few suggestions. You run a poll, or or it used to be a newspaper poll. Yeah. Now it would be something online, and you have a either you have a popularity contest or you just have right. the top five and you pick one yourself. It's not that fucking hard. Have you ever in the history of your life heard of a team that says it's so difficult for us to choose a new team name that we have to take a whole year calling ourselves a generic name and then we'll pick a new team name next year? No one has ever done that because it's not that hard. It's a team name. Just pick one. God. Well, I mean, do you think when they have, you know, you know this has all got to get focus grouped. And, like, if you're an expansion team, Right, you're a new team coming into the league. It's not like they ask you on Wednesday for the Thursday press conference. It's like, oh shit, we need to think up a name. Uh, we'll go with this one. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Right, it definitely goes through a, a long process. Here's the thing right. with the with with the former Redskins, though. They've known that this is or has yeah, been you'd think they would have had one on the back burner for yeah. years. Yeah. For years, they've known that people want them to change their name. You, you have to be, uh, if you're Dan Snyder, you have to have five, six, ten options on your mind when you go to bed every night. Like, okay, if I really have to change this team name, what would I change it to? Uh, hey, Bullets. Bullets is not taken. Uh, you have to have ideas. I, I, I refuse to believe that there's just so much time they have to take to pick this new team name that they have to take a whole yeah. year. No, this is just uh, we're going to be the most generic, boring name that we could possibly uh, to make people hate this whole process because I really don't want to change the team name because I've told all of you to your face, you're going to change this team name over my dead body. And yeah. now here it is. Uh, well, I guess I'm dead now because I got to change the team name. Uh, so, you know, this is just him being petulant and throwing a hissy fit. I did like the the memes that I that I thought I didn't think of them, but I saw them because it's the first thought I had was of all the old. We always joked about aisle seven at Jewel was the old generic aisle, mm-hmm. you know, and you could just put that. There's the stencil lettering football team. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, <laughs> the most generic Toaster thing they could think of. That's they couldn't even make it cool like like football club like like Tim was suggesting like a yeah. like a soccer club. 
that would be a lot better than football team, but no, that would be too cool, so they can't do that. It's Washington football. Yeah, so it's right here. Eagles at football team with a W. <laughs> I do like – if there's so one dumb. thing I do like that's coming out of all of this, I like the old school helmets with the numbers on them. That's fine. Yeah, I like the Alabama. I like that. Yeah. yeah I just I flashback to Forrest Gump. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's, there's the design of the weird W is, is is just odd, but it's you know they got they had to get rid of the obviously got rid of the Indian. Yeah, those the studies about the the Native Americans that didn't take offense and whatnot. Yeah, I you're right in that it never really seemed to be about a, a whole you know shitload of Native Americans banging on the doors of of the of FedEx Stadium saying you got to change this team name. It was right. more about the the political incorrectness and the fact that uh, the term Redskin is a racial slur. Uh, it's not like you know Blackhawks, for example. Uh, I don't think they're ever going to change their name because that's not a, a slur for uh, for a Native American. But Redskin no, that's an actual is. that that's a that's a local tribe, right? So in Illinois, it's it's, it's different. Um, but yeah, which it is was different always than about Linewick, which I guess which, that's a no. They got rid of that. Yeah. Thankfully yes, that was a no-no. Uh, that but was they're still the Illini, aren't they? They are, but it was the yeah. whole, the whole frat boy dancing around in in the garb. They they had to get rid of that because that was that was offensive. I'm yes, sure. it wasn't like they actually brought in a a, a real actual member chief. of the tribe. Right? No, no, yeah. couldn't be bothered to do that. No, that was a mascot. Uh, That's no different than a guy who puts on the big the big plush head. Or, or blackface and then dancing around trying to pretend like to be a black you know person is basically the same thing. Uh, yeah, so they had to they had to cut that out. Thankfully, that only happens in Virginia, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> it's called Saturday night. Oh, um, <laughs> that's West Virginia. <laughs> it's Saturday oh, night. Sorry. Oh man, no, I I, I get it. But yeah, you'd you'd think it would, no. I think that this is just the you know this is the big fu, buddy. Yeah. Like, this is what we're gonna go with. You didn't want us to be that, so here's what we're gonna be now. Eat it. And they're gonna do it for a year, and then yeah. I, I, but my my point is, I promise you, the name they come up with for next year, they could have come up with it today or two weeks ago when they first did yes. this, or three weeks. You know, it's not gonna be any grand, amazing, unbelievable thing that it took them a year to workshop and, and come up with. It's going to be something generic, and it's it's going to sell jerseys, and yeah. they could have come up with it any any time. I wanted them to be the Washington Trolls, but it's already taken. Because they oh. win about as much. <laughs> Georgia Brown music queued up. Should, yeah. should have that on the soundboard. Well, we don't do a lot of Harlem Globetrotters jokes on this show. No, that, that in fact that may be like the first time we've ever mentioned them. Yes. So hey, it only took <laughs> eight years. Eight we're, we're starting our eighth season. Yeah, crazy. That's what three weeks away. I don't know. You tell me. I'm relying on you to tell me Thursday, when the season September starts. Thursday, September 10th. Oh, okay. I, I probably should write that down somewhere. Because I, I don't. That is I, the Thursday after because we have such a late Labor Day this year. So that's yeah, that's Thursday. So we're probably looking at preview shows on that Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday run up. 
Because we've split okay. them up in the past. Yeah, it, yeah, it depends on how we feel. Either we'll do a, an hour for the NFC and then the next night an hour for the AFC, or we do one big two-hour ball of, of preview. Uh, right. Whichever way we want to go. Almost, I, I almost prefer doing two separate one-hour ones just for the reason that if we do a two-hour one, we will literally jam an entire conference into 15 minutes. <laughs> like, we'll toast, we'll talk so long about one division or one, you know, that, well, we got plenty of time, and then the next thing you know, it's like, we still have to do three divisions in the NFC, and it's 20 minutes to 11. You'd think we'd find out uh, and, and get the timing no. figured out by, <laughs> by, by no. this point. <laughs> Uh, we're just we're just gonna be that's how we are. Uh, uh, so you're if you're wondering the uh, double header is mm-hmm. interesting um, because it's not your usual like we don't have that Rams Raiders or something we, weird, but something always weird happens in the second game. But this game is Steelers Giant. Okay. Yeah. And then Titans Broncos. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, both yeah, of the, those to me are head scratchers, but that, that, all right, that's what we get. That, that's but it's fitting of the Monday night schedule. Ever since there, there's clearly in the last TV contract was sort of a downgrading of the importance of Monday night as opposed to they fit all the best teams in the big marquee matchups on the Sunday night now. Yeah. Trying to get that NBC number, um, and then Monday night is kind of kind of gets the leftovers a little bit. So yeah, that's that, that's how it goes now. Um, the, those matches are usually weird. Uh, they, did you hear about the new Monday night crew that they finally decided on? No more booger, no more booger mobile. I knew that booger was gone. They they. But crew, now I, I, I can't remember who. Did, did they get rid of Tessator too? They did. They they. Got some generic old was, ESPN head to do the play-by-play. Okay. It's like Reese, it's like Reese Davis or somebody like that. Oh God! Um, so yeah, um, and they got two guys to. to they're gonna be, it's gonna be. A, yeah, it's gonna be a three-man booth again, and Lewis Riddick is one of them. Now I remember um, when we did our draft coverage, specifically pointing out that Lewis Riddick is like the only guy who knows what he's talking about. And somebody well, I'm finally okay listened. Lewis Riddick, but Lewis Riddick is a fears away from being like crusty, like Mike Mayfield. So they better watch out with Lewis Riddick because Lewis Riddick's like crusty times. We're familiar with the third yeah out there. Uh, we we are familiar with the third member of the booth. Uh, it's our old buddy Brian Greasy is going to be the third guy. So Steve that, Levy. This is what they could come. This is what we get for Monday Night Football. This is. Monday Night Football, right? Yeah. Steve Levy, Lewis Riddick, and Brian Greasy. That's your new Monday Night crew. They, I guarantee and, you they tried to throw $45 million at Tony Romo. Guarantee. And when that failed, they probably threw the same amount at Peyton Manning. And uh-huh. when that failed, they probably tried to lure uh, John Gruden back or, or something. Actually, I think I've read they tried to uh, – Throw that at uh, uh, the the kid out in LA who went to the Super Bowl, and, and they are they're trying to they're trying to retire him already and, and bring him in, into yeah, the. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, McVeigh. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're, they're already not Timothy. Uh, not Timothy, Sean. <laughs> totally different McVeigh. Wrong McVeigh. Um, spelled and everything. Spelled yeah, different. Yeah, they. Uh, hey, you're washed up, kid. You're through 35. You've been to a Super Bowl. It's over. Come on, come on over and and do Monday Night Football with us. Uh, so yeah, yeah, this, that's that's this, that boost is trash. I like Lewis Riddick, so, I mean, <laughs> uh, but that boost is trash. However good they're going to be. Best believe that's about their seventh or eighth or ninth choice uh, in the matter. That, that's definitely not the first choice. <laughs> that would be the football team of commentating booths. <laughs> the El Generico uh, down the <laughs> down the jewel aisle <laughs> of football uh, announcing crews. Oh, that's for sure. I'm not um, even drinking tonight. Oh, well, we had a good time anyway. Yeah, imagine if That's I was. Good. I'd be. Oh. That's, I would. If I you know I wasn't drinking because I pulled out Otto Graham. <laughs> no, I, I, you weren't drinking because you were in the conversation and you were with us yeah. the whole way. We're drinking you water, kind of drifting. Okay. <laughs> well, water, drinking water. So no, immediately in week two we get into the meat and potatoes of Thursday night football with Bengals Browns. Oh goody. See, so that's how you know it. And then to prove to prove your point about Sunday night being more marquee, we get Patriots Seahawks. Of course. And then Monday night we get Saints Raiders. Hmm. Which is just these are not good matchups. No, just if you think that there is not a difference, just imagine any of those Monday night matchups on Sunday night football. There's no way in hell they would ever put a, a Raiders a Las Vegas Raiders home game. On Sunday night with Al and, and, and Chris Collins. Well, I tell you what, week three, week three, I think they're making up for themselves because not on Thursday night because we get Dolphins, Jaguars. That's terrible. Oh, God. But, but you got Sunday night Packers, Saints. Okay. Monday night Chiefs, Ravens. Okay, there you go. So that's, that's, that's quality other than the Thursday night game that's a, that's just junk um, <laughs> these Thursday night games are bad I mean like yeah. really bad Broncos Jets oh what <sighs> but then oh, again, goes Eagles, back 49ers, to... Eagles 49ers and Falcons Packers for Sunday and Monday night like those, those Thursday night and Monday night matchups goes back to that rule of simply every team's going to get a night every game. Every team, yeah. That's the third. Yeah, no, we, we, we've known that just like we know about oh, <laughs> Buccaneers-Bears. That's a Thursday night game. Oh, gosh. Tommy. Tommy <laughs> at Soldier Field. Yeah. But that's also the first non-NFL network one. That's when they switch over to Fox. Hmm. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. Uh-huh. See how that works? That's when yeah, Fox, that so they dumped, so those first four weeks are when they dump the Jaguars and the Dolphins and the junk teams yep. in, because yep. nobody's going to watch. And then once they go to Fox, hmm, yeah. look at this, major market and, and Tom Brady, yeah, interesting. I'm just curious to see if they do a marquee game in week six. Chiefs Bills. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm on, I'm on to it. Uh-huh. I just had a heartwarming thought, too, of uh, Tommy at the Bears. The uh, Bears defense retired Brett Favre. Last play of Brett Favre's career, getting jacked up on the field against the Bears. 
Can the Bears retire another Hall of Fame quarterback? Oh. Got something to look forward to. I'm ready now. I'm getting fired up. You're Let's ready for the Mack. Bears. You're ready, ready, ready. You're ready for the Bears to retire, Tommy. Let's go. I'm ready for it on Thursday go. night Let's football. Go. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Mark your calendar. Thursday, October 8th. Calling it now. Khalil Mack around the corner. Take Tom Brady down. That's it. Never yeah, see him I again. Just, why am I just so not sold on the Bucks being this ascendant team? There would have to be a whole lot that goes right for, for, that, for all of that to work. Got Rob Gronkowski just, hobbling in off the street. Uh, it's just such a good division. Yeah, it, it is. That's 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 really the thing for me that jumps out is that is such a quality division with you know Drew Brees and Matt Ryan and the, yeah, the Panthers. Okay, yeah, we might win both of those, maybe. Um, but yeah, those aren't just walkover games. Well, there's two picks that I'll give away right now. There's no way in fucking hell I'm predicting Tom Brady and his rag arm to walk into either one of those domes and beat either one of those teams on those fast tracks. That's just not going to happen. They are not winning at Atlanta, and they're not winning at New Orleans. (laughs) Uh, When do they get those two? Let me see here. Well, week one is at New Orleans. It doesn't – is it Sean? That's an L. That's an L for who? Oh. Oh, ah, you're right. Williams see, does not come see prepared. what I just, I just pulled your own corollary oh. on Oh, no. John <laughs> Payton, by the numbers, is a terrible first week one coach. And that's with four weeks of preseason. But wait, does it, does, is everyone evened out now? Because there is no preseason. Everyone is starting from <sighs> yeah. the same starting block now. So maybe Man, that I already – I. Yeah, I'm with you. I already gave away what I'm looking at. I'm looking at stability when I'm looking yeah. at these week one matchups, you know, and and health. And because you've already had some ridiculous number yeah, of dudes people popping getting popped already. already. Mm-hmm. Plus all these players have quit. You know, was it 66 right. players have already quit? Um, no, so it'll be really interesting to see if they kind of catch the Saints napping in week one. Because mm. that's just what the Saints do. They did it last it year. Uh, they do it every I, year. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have to take the Saints though. I'm gonna have to take them to break that. I'm not taking Tom Brady's arm to go into New Orleans and win that game. I, I, I can't do can't do it. Who was it that went in there last year and beat them in Week One and put up all those crazy numbers? Oh, can't do it. Some yeah, somebody was like a ten point dog or something and went in and, and beat them. I believe. Just, um, I mean, it threw up number like oh, that was uh oh, sh- was that Tampa? Was it Jameis? Jameis? No, right? no, 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 no. It was somebody. It was somebody playing out of his mind. Who started the season playing out of his mind and then fell off a cliff? Old white guy. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Who was he playing for last year? Was that Tampa? Was, was Jameis hurt? It might have been. Remember, remember that start he had last year. Mm-hmm. Did they go in there and win like fifty-one to forty-eight or some ridiculous <laughs> it, it was, yeah, it was number stupid. like that? Yeah, I mean, it's hurting my brain right now trying to think about last season. That's so long ago, a whole year. Um, but no, they don't go to Atlanta until week fifteen. 
Okay. Uh, Tommy will be out by then because I've already called yeah. it. Bears are putting them down. <laughs> They've actually got Atlanta two out of the last three games. Ah, interesting. They have Atlanta at Atlanta week 15, and then they host Atlanta week 17. Hmm. So they yeah, were they, in they got, playoff position. They, they have mean, to, to deal with them. Yeah, but they're out of division schedule. I mean, okay, Broncos, Chargers, Bears, that's no big deal, right? Uh, all three of them got, are potential losses. They're, they're not great teams. The Packers. Okay. That, that's, you know, that's at the tough. Raiders, at the Raiders, at the Giants isn't tough. The no. Rams, the Chiefs. Ooh. Back to back. Ooh. Yeah. Then they get their bye. Then they get the Vikings. Ugh. And the Falcons. And then they get a break. They go to Detroit, and then they get Atlanta again. I don't know about Atlanta by week 15 because we know the whole defense will be hurt by week two. <laughs> Did you see that Robert Alford is on another team and blew his ACL out? Got hurt again, yeah. yeah. So this must just must not be an Atlanta thing. <laughs> or he got it there and brought it with him. Maybe you <laughs> catch you it there get, and you take it with you anywhere you, get, you go. You get weak ligaments when you are in right. Atlanta because of the, you know, they must have bad coaches or, you know, bad, bad, uh, you know, like strength and conditioning guys. They don't teach you how to strengthen your tendons. That's right. Those tendons and ligaments just get weak. That's what happens to Keanu Neal and Robert Alford (laughs) and Deion Jones. And this is, yeah, this is terrible. Maybe maybe they all go to Magic Titty and then all the hookers wear their (laughs) their joints out in the the back room. They hang out there with the Cleveland Indians. I mean, Cleveland uh, baseball team. Careful. I don't think they're changing their name, though. Again, it's oh. not a slur. All right. No. Blackhawks are fine. <laughs> Indians are fine. Braves are, are going to be fine. Redskins, that, that, that's got to go. Uh, uh, yeah, that, okay, that's fine. I was just pointing out, you know, because Tim mentioned the article, so I'm going to make sure I knew what I was talking about when I read that. And I was like, yeah, okay, so. Here's what it is. Yes, even though it's, it's actually it's a dictionary. Even in the dictionary, it's listed as a slur. Right. <laughs> That's a real thing. Yeah. Uh, well, what's real anymore? We we seem to be going through this period in our history where we uh, doubt what's real and and try to pump up things that definitely aren't. So I, I don't know what 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 people are believing in, what they're putting down these days, but. Yeah, that that's supposed to be real and, and not political. Uh, a dictionary that that's supposed to be, you know, uh, something that doesn't have any bias. You you would think. You would think. I uh, I, I did get the the other sound drop we were talking about. We got the air horn, and then we were also talking about uh, Allen Iverson. So we sitting here. Oh. I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Yeah, if we, we had an NBA uh, Hall of Infamy, that's right up there. That's as infamous as it gets there. We're talking about practice, man. <sighs> we're growing the soundboard, as as always. It's so many drops on here that it's already really out of control, but there there's one more. Well, that's good. No, actually, uh, the Saints won their first game last year. Oh, they they broke the, the corollary. They the did. They before, won by two. 
They they <laughs> won on a 58-yard field goal. Oh wow! Uh, over the Texans, and I remember because the Texans were whooping them in that game, and uh, the Saints had a comeback, but they still only they didn't cover. They couldn't have covered with a two-point win. No, I'm sure they were down favorites or something. And then, interestingly enough, that was the year before uh, they mm-hmm. lost to the Buccaneers, 48 to 40. That was the Ryan Fitz Fitz magic. Yeah, yeah. Fitz magic. You remember Fitz magic? That was two Absolutely. years ago. So we were right, but that was two seasons ago. Buccaneers 48, Saints 40 in the beginning, in that five-game stretch where Ryan Fitzpatrick was like the best five-game quarterback of all time. <laughs> so I could stick to the corollary a little bit and pick the Saints to win but not cover, depending on how what, what the spread's going to be against Tommy. But it's Tommy, so I don't think they're going to be too big of a I of an think underdog. they're going to get a discount. Yeah, I think that you're actually going to get value on the Saints. Oh, boy, don't we? We sound like gamblers. <laughs> I think you're actually going to get – value on the saints uh in that game and i don't there's probably a line out there already but no i'm sure there um, is but i I don't want to spoil it and look it up but i'll i'll say and we're not going to remember by the time week one comes around but i would just say one and a half oh no i was going to go four to five because it's what because it's the saints at home um and be and because you know, Tom, Tommy, Tommy's with his new team. If it was the Patriots coming in, yeah, one, one or okay. two, yeah, I would well, see that. I will, I will spoil it for you right now. The Saints opened uh, five and a half. Oh, okay. Right now, that's down to three and a half. That makes sense. I, that money getting put on on Tommy. So they're they're, yeah, they're I, the hook. So the, it's still the Saints mm-hmm. on a hook. So that's an interesting one because you could really get cute. So I'm getting in your head already. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm good because that was about what I expected it to be. Was was I, I, th- I, I thought that'd be and a half. one and a half. I thought that'd be a point and a half. If it was at Tampa, Tampa might even be favored because it's Tommy and it's at home. But no, at the dome, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, but I, but I like see, I still I still say that's value because it should okay. be about seven or eight, honestly. Sure. I, I, so I still think it's, it's value even at four, or even at three and a half or four. I, I know I like. I'm looking at I'm looking at these early spreads. I like Atlanta at home in their home opener, giving points to Seattle. Nah. Well, can't really blame uh, the the Falcons have had so many opportunities through the years. So you yeah. can't can't blame win, the public for. Did they not win seven out of their last nine games? Yeah. They're but, hot. Did, <laughs> momentum. <laughs> the big bow. <laughs> Carrying all that momentum from December. <laughs> no, yeah. these lines are completely meaningless right now. Yeah, this is such totally. a joke. Because, first of all, these lines are, think about it, this is preseason lines. No idea. Because these are all. Be healthy by week one. These are all preseason games, basically. I mean, these are right. scrimmages with point spreads. <laughs> scrimmages that count. And how many players? What What is the mash word going to look like oh. after week one? I mean, we are. I guarantee you, we are, uh, are going to be talking about like a murderer's row of guys mm-hmm. who are going on injured reserve. 
someone's going to miss a block. Some his quarterback's going to get jacked up. Somebody's going to, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be ugly. Dive at a, at a lineman's knee and blow it out. Right, like how we were talking about how do we, you know, possibly predict the baseball season. Yeah. Which is well, somehow still going. But it's so uh, the the coverage of it to me is a little ridiculous because they're putting so much importance and emphasis on the records right now and the momentum right now and who's got a winning streak yeah. right now and it's like they've been playing for two weeks. We're you, a third you, you of the remember? way through the season. And I know, but it's still two weeks of baseball or three weeks or whatever. Yeah. You remember uh, a few days ago when they were talking about, oh, Charlie Blackman's not going to hit 400. He's going to hit 500. It's like, yeah. people, it's been two weeks. Get back to me in six weeks. But right. after two weeks, no. I'm, I'm not – everyone – anyone can have a hot two weeks. We, we've seen that so many times throughout the years. And, and so, but, but the importance being put on it because of what you just said, well, it's only two weeks, but it's, that means it's, it's a quarter of the season. So we got to put that. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, we have teams. You've got teams already with 20-plus games in. I mean, so if this was, what, the MLB season, it would be Memorial Day right now. You start to get a sense. You don't get a sense of what a guy is going to hit for the whole season. But you generally, like, you're going to – we're starting to get a sense of, like, who's likely to go to the playoffs. We kind of – and it's sadly the list that we already had. Yeah, well, we but, already kind of knew. <laughs> but, but there's still so much room for all that change because in any week long stretch or two week stretch, somebody can lose six of seven, and all yeah, of a sudden, absolutely. oh, they're completely out of the race. Oh yeah, I, I remember the Cubs a few days ago were thirteen and three. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still 14 and 7 and on their way to 15 unless they blow a 6-1 lead tonight. But they they could do it. If anybody can do it, it's that Cubs bullpen. But it's just so odd. I mean, every we knew everything about the season was going to yeah. be odd. but Right. But it's funny because you say, well, we're two weeks in. It's like, yeah, but we're 20 games into the season. Two more weeks from now, we'll be in the home stretch. And we'll have still only, only played five, five weeks. There's only five, five weeks left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's only five weeks because I think this thing ends pretty much right at the end of September. They go straight. I, I don't think there's any regular season in October, so I think it's September 30th we're done. So we're literally five weeks away from baseball seeding its insane playoff format. Yeah. Which is oh, totally yeah, I'm, insane. I'm, I'm with you. I'm watching, but it's still, you know, is is obviously it still feels odd, dirty. and it's it, it's a little dirty it, it, because you look at how many games the Cardinals have missed. You look at how many games the Marlins missed, and like yeah. I said on the last show, they're just going to taxi a bunch of guys that you never heard of and and bring them up and pretend like everything is fine. And it's all about fielding a team. It, nothing matters. Uh, we're going to pretend like everything's fine, nothing to see here, and we're just going to keep fielding the team. And, and whenever the, the gods let us back on the field uh, to, so that we can field the team, then we'll just field the team and just go along like everything. Everything is in service of the TV contract. Everything is about getting these games on TV. doesn't matter who's in the uniform. could be your next-door neighbor. doesn't matter. They're wearing a major league uniform, and they're playing on that TV camera. That's all that matters. And, yeah, it's it, 
does still feel a, a little icky and dirty to, to, to look at it. Uh, the only thing I'll say good or positive is I love watching these White Sox, man. They are fun as hell. They bash the fuck out of the ball. They're, they're tough all the way up and down the lineup. Uh, I, I feel really good about them. Um, I love watching the broadcast because Jason Benetti and Steve Stone are uh, – they got this chemistry going on. They, they really play off of each other. Steve Stone is a fucking treasure. Uh, you already know that. I'm not telling you anything new. Yeah. Um, but the fact that he's still at, at at his age, as sharp as he is, and and he's even he even gets after it on Twitter, man. He he doesn't take any fools on on Twitter. He gives you the shit even there. Uh, so he's he's just sharp and and, and still uh, predicting what's going to happen before it happens. And he's so. the Tony Romo before Tony <laughs> Romo. He he was he he told you what was going to happen on this pitch before the pitch was he, he was doing that. Long before Tony Romo was. That's my one positive out of the season so far. Well, that's good. Yeah, Steve Stone. Oof, I, I had no idea. Just, Steve Stone is 73. Mm-hmm. And it's still sharp as hell. It, it's unbelievable. Yeah, he's 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 an absolute treasure. I'm I'm glad to listen to to him. And now with the shackles off because Hawk has has been put out to pasture. Hawk Harrelson. Uh, now he can actually do real, you know, analysis and, and bring up numbers and stats other than, you know, average home runs RBI, uh, because anything else he brought up, Hawk didn't know what he was talking about because he's afraid of numbers. Uh, so the whole the whole experience, the whole broadcast is, is so much better and coinciding with how great the, the, the team is to watch. They are fun as hell. Yeah, no, yeah, you don't you don't have to uh... – you do not have to talk to me about uh, Steve Stone. What we grew up, I grew up watching Steve Stone. So, what, I, I, we, I still, we both did. I, to this day, hate what uh, hate what the. Uh, now nah, I wouldn't say the Cubs, but what, what they ended up doing, running him and running Chip and Stoney out of town, uh, it was mostly a Dusty Baker thing. But he can't be criticizing our guys. Can't oh, do it. Oh man, man, that, that was that was that was awful. Yeah, they they did him dirty, no doubt. And you know, and Stoney, Stoney did his the best thing he could. He stuck the middle finger up at the uh, North Town, North Side team, and went straight to the South Side. Right to the White Sox. Yep. Don't have to leave town. Good for him. No, mm-hmm. I mean, anytime I'm I'm flipping through, or if I've got the package, and I come across the White Sox, it's like, oh, I'm watching the White Sox, but it's like, oh, Steve Stone. I'll still watch the Sox feed. <laughs> because it's Stoney. Like, oh, if I gotta watch, if I gotta watch White Sox baseball, I'm at least gonna watch Stoney. Yeah, because he because he doesn't he's he's such not a he's so not a homer. He calls he's a, he's, the game like a national guy. Like he's better than most of the national guys. Like like Buck, you know, oh or God. you know these guys where you can clearly sense the bias. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, it, he, it, he, a, he he's a he roots like he's a Sox fan, right? But he calls a spade a spade. If if somebody on oh, the White right. Sox fucks up, he says it. Unlike. You know, yeah. Hawk, who this, everybody was was golden on the White Sox. And that's never changed. That's that's never changed because he did that with the Cubs. That's what got him in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's not a homer necessarily. He does root for the White Sox, and he does call it like a sort of like a White Sox fan. He does make sure to be positive about the Sox, and and no matter what, everything is going to be okay, and, right. and things are things are looking up. But again, you know, if if somebody is not 
pulling their share and, and not doing what they're supposed to be doing, he absolutely will call you on it because first and foremost, yeah. he is a baseball analyst. And is knowledgeable of the other team. He's you get a lot of these hometown guys. Has never watched another uh, team right. in their they life. They just kind of give you like the surface of the other team. No, no, he knows who these guys are, and he's clearly a right. student of the game. No, I, yeah, no national treasure. Too bad he, he's just he's he's only ever been a regional. I remember when he got some national games for a while. Like you'd start to and, see him creeping up on like. Uh, you know, as a color guy on a, on some of the, like game of the week type stuff, or or, but it was never like to the point where he like really deserved. I'd, I'd take Steve Stone doing commentary over just about any of these other guys that do baseball. I would too. I, I probably would guess that he had an opportunity to go national and just was comfortable with what he was doing it's and possible. just chose not to. Yeah, he's just a Chicago guy. Yeah, and good for him. But yeah, seventy three. So I'm, you know, geez, I mean, all the the treasures of our youth, uh, Steve Stone and you know, Tom Skilling. How much longer are we going to get out of these guys? <laughs> Treasure them while you got them. That's all I can tell you. Dan Roan uh, left us uh, not too long ago. I saw that. Uh, we, you know, they're 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 going. Dan, Dan Roan. I, I, I do have to say, Dan Roan is still to this day the uh, man who said one of my favorite stats. Ever, because you know he used to call Cubs games sometimes in the absence mm-hmm. of Harry Carey, or you know if he needed uh, they, they had to call on him. And I remember him having the wonderful stat. I don't remember what the exact number was of losses, but I do remember him saying that the Cubs are zero and four. I believe was the number. The Cubs are zero and four this season in games in which they get shut out. Wow! Which way to go, Dan? <laughs> but just saying that they're zero and four means it's like is is it possible to be one and four <laughs> in games in which you get shut out? Just just curious there, Dan. Yeah, that had to be somebody that... uh, on the production staff <laughs> setting them up. I talked about Danielle Sargent sounding like she got set up. Some of the stupid shit she was saying, that sounds yeah. like somebody said Dan Rowan. Yeah, read this, Dan. Hey, the Cubs are 0-4 <laughs> this year in games in which they scored no runs. <laughs> uh, you mean they've lost? Um, you mean they've been shut out four times? <laughs> I believe is the proper way to say that because the, by very nature, shut out means you lost. Um Unfortunately, this is a worse record than last year. And they were three and fourteen in games in which they were shut out. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn! Uh, one of the greatest uh, bad stats <laughs> I've ever heard. So yeah, Dan Roan, <laughs> Channel Nine, you know, leading into Gene Michael Sports Machine. Oh, George <sighs> Michael Sports Machine. Remember his show? Ooh. You remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that he had the Sunday night show too? Dan Roan did. Yes. They had the horrible sure Phil do. Collins intro music. <laughs> this is called instant replay, I believe. It was instant replay, and I could probably I could tell you exactly uh, which song was the lead into that. Uh, it was Phil Collins? It was only you know and I know, and it was if you heard it. You would immediately mm-hmm. close your eyes and go, I am watching instant replay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
yeah, very, very 80s sounding song with all the horns, which was, that was a big thing in the 80s, the sax and horns. Oh, I listen to 80s music all the time at work and, and can't get yeah. enough of that 80s sax. And yeah, Dan Roan, instant replay. Good, good memory there. I also remember when uh, NBC uh, tried to counter and had the Mark G and Greco Steve Michael yeah. Post game show. And yes. oh boy, was that a train wreck. Yes. Yes. And all of that for me always led up to, because it was nine o'clock and then at nine 30, you had instant replay and that went from nine 30 to like nine 40. It was short. Right. And then at 10 30 and then, and then at 10 30, I'd like watch Gene Michael's sports 10. machine. Yeah. I would watch sports machine 10 30 yep. on Sunday nights. And Gene, ah, those are memories right there. And you'd be standing there and you'd hit the button. And it would show the replay. <laughs> playing, playing the tape. No one knows what tape is anymore. Uh, yeah. yeah. He'd, he'd, he'd have that big console there, and he'd tell you about something, and he'd be holding the, the script, and then he'd reach over and whack one of the buttons. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the replay would come on, and he'd start giving you the highlights. But th- that's what we had to grow up with. Mm-hmm. That's what counted. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm just like, I could pull out my phone and get the stat, I mean, get the replay of something that just happened. No, we had to wait until everything was over. If we wanted to see highlights of games that we couldn't see uh, in our market. So we are old. Talking talking to Tim for an hour. (laughs) Highlights and three-way calls. Oh, boy. Three-way calling and then call waiting and then all of that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, uh, George Michael's Sports Machine brings the show around full circle because he got his start in D.C. And I know that oh. from listening to uh, enough uh, Tony Kornheiser uh, podcasts and radio shows uh, that he went on and on talking about uh, George Michael in the old days in the 70s, uh, got his start up there in D.C. So and that brought everything around uh, to, to the beginning, to talking to Tim, who's from Chicago, but now is a D.C. guy. And then we're talking about Chicago sports like late shows mm-hmm. with a guy from DC. Just put <laughs> the syndicated bow. to Chicago. Yeah. Puts a neat little bow, right? Yeah. It was NBC though. That was, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And what, like our, our hunger for highlights and sports and seeing things happening in other parts of the, the country where games we couldn't watch. That's what it led us to watch shows like that. And I always think about when we go back in, in time and have our Kings of Non Sequitur moments and uh, think about, and I think about your children and trying to explain all of this to them and them looking at us like, what? what are you talking about? I don't understand. Yeah. I had to get home. I had to run to the TV after I got home from school, after I got <laughs> off the bus so I could watch the last two innings of the Cubs game. If I was lucky. To see what the and, score was, unless it was a three oh five start, then I got to watch the last six innings because they didn't have night games until I was twelve. <laughs> we had to stop watching around five thirty, no matter where game was, no matter what the game was doing, because it was too dark and they didn't have lights and they had to just stop S-U-S-P. playing. SUSP. Darkness. Darkness. I just remember you know it's suspended by yes, and then they have to pick up the game the next day, or if it was the last game of the series, they'd pick it up like a month later, or the team would come in on a day off so they could play the last three innings of a game. <laughs> Daddy, what are you talking about? That, how old really? are you? 
Oh man, that 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 stuff really happened. We really lived through it. And it's just amazing to think that that was yeah. It's amazing to think that things like that happened in our lifetime with all the things and advances and everything that you have now. I didn't know what the score was. Sometimes I had to wait until I saw the highlights or watched. You know, I didn't have the ticker at the bottom of the screen. I had to watch the news to know <laughs> if the Cubs won. We didn't have a score on the screen during the game. We, we if we right. brought, came in in the middle of the game, we have no idea what the score is. Yeah, you you only had to wait for somebody to tell you. Yeah, or you had to wait until the uh, next inning, the end of the inning, or the end of the inning when they would flash it up on the screen. Yeah, you didn't have the Fox box or any of that stuff, and or sometimes mm-hmm. you even had to get the paper the next day to find out <laughs> what the scores so, were and the box the paper. Were. What? Yeah, you had to buy a paper to see what the yeah. scores. Oh, oh yeah, you remember that that big old page of stats? <laughs> All the legal that up, man. We we pour over eat that up. The big and the transactions. You'd always be watching the like the football transactions <laughs> in the little part, yeah. you know. And oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how sad. <laughs> I, I, it wasn't sad. I won't no say that's sad. There's just a part of me that kind of like you know. That's what I grew up with. I kind of missed that right. a little bit. Take the, 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 the mysticism of it all, right? Yeah, we're gonna miss it because because it, it was what we had. It was it was what we came to how we came to be sports fans. Right, like almost like now it's almost too easy. Like we had to work for our sports fandom. Everything is at your fingertips now, it's, son. You don't know how easy you got it back in my day. Yeah, imagine growing up in Chicago having to watch the Bears every Sunday. <laughs> That's what I tell them. That's why I, that's why I have to tell like Trini because you know they're they're Packer fans. So I, I I couldn't. You know, I'm first of all I'm not a Bears fan, so I can't raise my kids as a Bears. But my my daughter's like a huge Cubs fan. She's she's all Cubs, Cubs, Cubs. She was sad because her mom wouldn't let her take all of her Cubs stuff to wear a Cubs thing every day on vacation. Because she has enough. She could have worn something. She has enough shirts and T-shirts and all that that she could have worn a Cubs thing or a jersey every day of vacation. My wife only let her bring two things. Whereas I do not have those restrictions. (laughs) So I had more. (laughs) But not every day. I think my daughter actually has more Cubs clothing than I do. So you haven't talked about the vacation. Everything went well? Vacation was great. Vacation was outstanding. It was a week of uh, eating too much and getting sunburned at the beach and freezing my ass off in 70-degree Lake Michigan water. <laughs> and uh, sounds, yeah, sounds fun. A lot of fun. A lot of, a lot of beautiful sunsets and time with the family and, you know, Everybody, everywhere, if you go in shops, everybody had their masks. You almost, you didn't see anybody not compliant with that. The only place you didn't see anybody really compliant doing anything with masks was at the beach. And at the, you're not really on top of each other. It's not like, we're not like doing the beach thing like they do on the West Coast where you just see these pictures and it's just bodies all huddled together. Everybody was pretty well spaced out at the beach. So I wasn't too, wasn't too worried about picking up the goop um, at the beach. No, that's that's good. I'm I'm very glad to hear that it wasn't uh, bodies on top of each other like at these no, college campuses no, no, and whatnot. No, no, not at all. And yeah, you know, we were we've been back now since Saturday, and nobody, nobody's everyone's healthy, nobody's sick. 
I had to go get my eye exam today. That was fun with a mask. Because <laughs> you're just you're steaming up. You're trying to read the thing. Right. And it's all fogged up because it's all going up your <laughs> you oh, keep the mask God. On. Yeah, try to try to go in an eye exam with the, the mask on going through the goop. Or, you know, with all the stuff out there. Because I'm breathing and I'm just like, okay, it's blurry enough because I can't see for shit. And then it's like, wait a minute, it's getting worse. Oh, wait a minute. It's, it's blind. And no, it's getting worse because if I'm breathing, it's fogging up the little optic things that they have to turn. So the lady's like, nope, move your head back. So I had to keep putting my head back, taking a few breaths, and then go in again and do a few. Yeah, that was fun. Brave new world. Is, yeah, no, like Tim said, it's like this doesn't feel like it's ending anytime soon. No, not not at all, unfortunately. Oh, so we're we're doing a new thing again where we have our our after after show. We we're we're I got the message that the episode has ended on my screen, yet we're still recording. So I'm not sure what's going on there, but you, we're you we're still going. The last couple of times it's been there. It's been there. It's whatever we're saying. It's it's recording. They just don't care anymore. No. <laughs> well, you know what? We're paying every month for it. We deserve to, we deserve everything we get. We deserve to have that's, an eight hour podcast if we want that's it. Right. Damn we're it. paying for something that we'd be doing for free. That's right. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh. but, All right. Uh, don't know Wait. if we have much of anything else in our after show. No, you probably hear my you hear my old ass computer that 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 oh. fires up and sound. my wife said it sounds like an airplane taking off. Um, that is, is this, that that's yeah. How how old is that computer? That the it one belonged I to her mother. No, oh, no, okay. it, it, it was her mother's uh, laptop and uh, who who died like four years ago. So and I use it every day and I've probably worn it out and I probably need a new one. So it 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 just likes to make noise like that every now and then and it also. Also likes to give me a message that my uh, backup is backed up. It is the, the memory is is filled up and just randomly, oh. and I, so that's how old it is. Yeah, computers yeah. don't have that shelf life. No, like they no, used I, to. I've been meaning to buy a new one for probably a couple of years now, but I had just haven't put the money together to do it. But it's it's going to have yeah. to happen soon. Well, hey, this has been. <laughs> Probably the most solid show in a long Sound time. Sound-wise? Yes. That's, that's, that's great to hear. I would say no. I heard no breaking up on your end tonight. Tim was solid. Um, Tim was even great. As a call yep. in. Yeah, even as a call-in. Um, I did so. I did email Tim the link, and he chose to, to call in, which is fine. Right. So you just get that you get a little delay, but no, everything was smooth. So. A, a A plus tonight for audio quality, which means you know the next show is going to be terrible, mm-hmm. completely garbage. Yes, that will most likely be NFL preview unless we throw unless something happens between now and then. We need to go. Oh shit, we need to talk about this. Yeah, so NFL preview. So you said the season starting the tenth of September. So yeah. our preview would be Tuesday the eighth. One way or the other, I would think it would be Tuesday the eighth. Okay. Or Wednesday yeah. the night, if we're, you know, if we're like, <laughs> right. okay, so, we're gonna do it all and just tell with it, and we're just do one huge <laughs> show. We're either doing it, we're either doing it, you know, uh, Tuesday night or Wednesday night, so we can get. I know you like to pick the game as late as you possibly can. 
but that was that's usually for injury purposes. I don't anticipate oh, any sure. injuries between Tuesday and Wednesday of a of the fact that we have no preseason. So uh, right. we can pick it Tuesday night. That's fine. I'm, I don't I'm, know. There's a late game scratch or something. Yeah, we, we're going to kind of know who's what, who's what going into the game by Tuesday or Wednesday. So we'll figure it out. But it'll be one yeah. of those two days. That, that opening game of the season is about the most secure as far as you know who's going to play and who's not. That, that's not the mystery. The, the games later on in the season, those are the mysteries. Um, so let me do the plugs while I'm thinking about it real quick. If you're wondering when we're going to have our next show, here's a real easy way to follow that. Just go to blogtalkradio.com slash in much less detail and follow us. And when we schedule a new show, you'll see it. It'll be right there. It'll pop up for you uh, because we're a show that you're following. So it pops up. I know this because we follow uh, football fan rush radio and any show that anytime that they schedule a show, it pops up under there that they've scheduled a a new show and I see it and I go, Oh, they've scheduled a new show. So I, I know. So that's one way to do it. Another way to do it is to follow me on Twitter at IMLDDre. I try very hard to tweet out when we're live, um, not when we're about to do a show or, you know, coming up in an hour, come up in two hours. I don't usually do that. Uh, but when we do go live, I usually uh, send out a link on, on Twitter that we're live right now. So that's another way to do that. Uh, again, I'm at IMLDDre, like the rapper Dr. Dre. Jason is on Twitter as well at IMLDJTG. That's the uh, way to communicate with us uh, on social media. Uh, if you want to be old school and send us an email, you would send that to in much less detail at gmail.com. Um, like I said, the web, the uh, website blogtalkradio.com slash in much less detail is the only place to listen to the show live. Um, and you can listen to the show after as a podcast in which case you are, it's the only way you can hear what I'm saying now, because that's how you get the after show, the, the, the part of the show that's after the live hour that we do or the live two hours or whatever live portion we do. We have an after show after that. And you can only hear that in the podcast version. You can get the podcast version. Also, if you sign up through iTunes uh, and subscribe to the show in much less detail, the podcast uh, or any other podcasting apps in which we happen to be on there whatever your favorite podcasting app is just go to that site and search for in much less detail the podcast and if we're on there subscribe and you will get our show as a podcast after we're done recording it uh and i think that's about it for the uh for the plugs i gave the email i gave the twitter um so if you have anything else then now would be the time to say it no i'm good i'm good get to bed and but you, I'm sure you got to get to work tomorrow. I uh, not Wednesday. I'm 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 almost losing track of my days. No, I'm I'm good on Wednesday. I'm off on Wednesday. Okay. Um, Me too. So that's why Tuesdays are such a good time to do a show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be starting to get into my new class for, for this fall semester, which is going to be on TV and culture, which I'm looking forward to that. Interesting. Um, Yep, got got a couple of semesters of Spanish out of the way. Don't have to worry about that for a while. Um, that was that was fun, you know. Learned some Spanish. Actually, picked up a little bit of it, you know. When you are these in, are these enrichment? Are you getting credits for these? You know, these are real college classes. Believe me, my my bank account is is taking a hit. Uh, <laughs> these, are, these are actual 
actual college credits. Uh, yeah, just working slowly, class at a time, towards doing what I should have done 20, 30 years ago, whatever, and, and actually get this college degree knocked out. Um, but yeah, just having fun with it. Just, you know, I, I can't cram too many classes in, the, first of all, because of the expense, but also because I have a full time job and a, and a, and a wife and, and, and a life. Yeah. Uh, but I but one, that. you know, but one class here and there, yeah, I can, I can do that. So, so yeah, that's what I'm doing. And, and now I get to fit it in with the, uh, with the football and, and all the studying that I do for that. So that, that'll be a little bit of a juggling act, but I'm sure I can pull it off. It's only one class. So yeah, I think that we're about done. I, uh, felt like I should have a political opinion about uh, Kamala Harris being announced as the, as the Veep candidate. I, I don't care. I, I really don't. It, it's Joe Biden doesn't inspire me. Kamala Harris doesn't inspire me. None of this really inspires me. I don't, I don't give a damn about any of these people. I really don't. You um, know, yeah, I mean, my two cents on that for what it's worth are you painted yourself into a corner anyways when you're Biden, like when you announced that your pick was going to be based on nothing but identity, you gonna be a sort woman. of, you sort of, it's gotta be a woman. Also, and then it's like a couple of weeks later, Oh, it's got, it's going to be a woman. It's gotta be a woman of color. Yeah. It's like, Oh, okay. But, uh, you're sort of, you're taking away the splash when you basically just so, so when the announcement gets made, it, it's like a Rudy Rule type thing almost. It, it's just, it, it's like okay, was this on merit? Because you told us that you were going to make a pick based on you didn't really have criteria. You told us the criteria is it's got to have a vagina and it's got to be, be a color, skin tone, and those are your criteria. That's it. That's the list. <laughs> That's your criteria. Yeah. So that, to me, if even if you're gonna do it. You don't announce it. You, you you just that's an internal thing. Let the leaks come out. Ooh, he's thinking about going this. Ooh, he's thinking it's gonna be ooh, you know. But don't just come out and say, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to, you know, it's just gonna be this. Because at that point, I think you're almost diminishing the search, and and and, and you're it, it's pandering. And I think that's what we've gotten a lot of lately. Yeah, there's only so many it could be once you announce that. Right. It's not like he's going to pick someone of obscurity. You know he's going to pick someone that people have heard of, because otherwise, why do it? Right. Uh, and yeah, that definitely takes the splash away. It, it so was not a surprise when, when he announced uh, Kamala Harris. It was only a surprise to me is in the fact that like, she got run out of the primary race pretty quick. Um, right, but so did but, every but that's woman, okay. didn't they? It's all water under the bridge, right? Yeah, I mean, it's true. <laughs> and the stuff that she was saying about him, that she went after, that, that was the other yeah. thing that was kind of, that she went after I mean, him pretty hard in those primaries. Yes, like on race. And he, right, and, and a lot of other things. And he just kind of, you know, forgot about all that and decided to, to My time's up. bring her on anyway. My time's up, yeah. I, I don't know. I, where is Joe Biden? Um bicycling with a mask on last time I saw a, a video. <laughs> a video. We don't Someone took a video of yeah, him bicycling with a mask There's on. There's a lot of people who are pro-Biden who are pro- They're going to run out of patience. It's like, you got to give me something. 
what's he going to give you? What, what's there? I don't know. Well, you you already know, right? If you don't vote for him, you're not black. I'm just I'm not a Negro. I heard that. <laughs> oh, that was bad. A lot of bad looks. <laughs> that, and that's probably why I'm not. You're also from a you're also from a race that has no diversity in its culture. Just to you as well. Not my words. These are Joe <laughs> Biden. Joe Biden said that the Democratic probably. nominee for president. So. <sighs> Probably why I'm not very excited about the whole thing. It's just a lot of people not very excited. Wow, is this just like, can we just like go back and play our shows from 2016 about how <laughs> unexcited we were about that election? We could just play those shows and people wouldn't know which election we were talking about. <sighs> yeah. It's sad. So, yeah. No, that, that, I guess that's why you don't have an opinion on the whole Kamala, 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 Kamala Harris Kamala. Kamala, yeah, Harris get, her, thing. Get, it, get it right. Um, get it right. Yeah, I just think he kneecapped. I, I think he got a, he kneecapped himself. Uh, you just you don't you, you don't come out early and say that. And yeah, I heard it. Now. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.